Hello, and welcome to Dream the Blue Veil. We're a group of friends who decided to start D&D Podcast. I'm Matt, your GM, and I'll be running things around here. Our players for today are as follows. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Charlie. Why I'm do they Nathan. say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nathan. And I'm Matt. Um, we will publish a session every Monday evening, or Sunday, for our generous patrons, barring extenuating circumstances. If you enjoy our content, please rate us on your preferred podcasting platform, leave a review, and maybe check out our Patreon and Coffee. Last we left off, the party, um, what's the word? Looted a Void Dragons um, horde, finding a few choice items, um, and then continued through the cavern system that they were uh, traipsing through in order to find their friend's kidnapped wife. Um, they happened upon a mind flayer who was out walking his intellect devourer, and who took them to the nearest city, which was just around the corner, uh, the city of Sortum, um, where they were directed to a very nice hotel, and um, spent them, uh, well, were about to spend the night, um, and that's where we left off. So, without further ado, let's take a peek beyond the veil. So, you, last we left off, I mentioned, I did not mention that you went to bed. I went directly into what we were going to do, but I'm, I'm going to say that you went to bed straight off because it was quite late. And now the sun has not risen because you're underground, so I don't know why <laughs> I said that. It'd be pretty impressive if it did. Um, but the lights are on and um, the hotel is once again abuzz with activity as a new day dawns. Um, the five of you are invited to breakfast, um, but only four of you turn up, as Pip does not appear for breakfast. Hmm. I, I left him in the room this morning. I didn't know he didn't really seem like he was going to get roused, so I thought I might as well just come down. I suppose we should check on him after. Yeah. Perhaps he just drunk very heavily. He has a habit of doing that. As far as you're aware, this guy having... Spent, having rooms with him. Um, <laughs> I wanted to avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, having rooms with him, he did not drink very much mm. last night. I'm not Should sure. name be Pi or Skip? <laughs> Skip, definitely. Skip, definitely. Yeah. Um, so breakfast is brought out. Uh, it's it's well, it's a buffet breakfast, so you go up and take what you want, and just tables and stuff. There's all kinds of things. Um, um, cuisine from all over um, the Northern Kingdoms. Mm. Um, cuisine. <laughs> Cuisine, yes. <laughs> I love my favourite. <laughs> Lean cuisine. Mm. They have that again. Yeah, they've they <laughs> set all, it out. We, we all get microwaved in this <laughs> for our breakfast. Um, I'm sure I wrote down Can I steal a thing? We're chair swapping. And we're back. <laughs> I wanted it to be seamless, but okay. <laughs> We um, pulled it again and then bring back seamless. Cut this bit out. So there's like um, 
sort of a brain-based stew. There's some dense bread with a big, like, uh, serrated knife to cut big chunks out of it. There's, like, smoked meats. There's this sort of um, salt fish from, um, from sort of more northern um, areas and the coastlines. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. There's fruit pies from the surface, from Tian Shan. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, Sky is going to approach any of anyone who looks like they work here or is mm. setting stuff out and just going to ask, can I, can I just know where the, 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 the materials for this soup are sourced? I'm just curious. Oh, for the brain soup? Yeah. Um, there's a sort of a halfling um, server who, who's helping you out here and um, he says, well, uh, I think the brain stew um, comes from the... The, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the pig herds. Ah, okay. Well, I, that, that fits into my diet, so I, I, I may give it a go. Very well. Nice Let me know if you too. have any special requests. I'm sure the kitchen can rustle something up. Oh, that's, that's very accommodating. Thank you very much. No worries. And he turns out back to clearing tables and, and that sort of thing. I suppose I'll get myself some food then. I'll get some some brain stew, some salt fish, you know, a few, few little other items and come back to the table. Mm, not quite my taste, but I'll get some smoked meat as well. <laughs> uh, Landry will kind of look over the selection and take one of the fruit pies that is relatively small. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like really big fruit pies cut into slices. Right. So like... I tend to have a lighter breakfast than any of this. Oh, there's like fruit salad. Oh, then I'll go like, for that. Yeah, stuff like that. that. Yeah. And like a couple of like pastries. Yeah, oh, that's, like that's, that. that's exactly yeah, what Yeah, I was just sort of going for the more like... Ostentatious. Ostentatious stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll go for the, the, the fruit and the pastry. But no, that's your basic, your basic stuff. Have they got any continental? Have they got any cool fruits? Any exotic fruits? Oh, that's a good question. Um, they have... They have this strange and exotic um, fruit called an... Appel, I believe. <laughs> um, they have pomegranates, which are quite unusual um, here. Mm. Being um, underground and eating pomegranates seems like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> have they? Have they? Like, got? Have they actually like scooped out the, the seeds, or have they just? They've got the whole halved them. <laughs> okay, um, well, and you're basically you got to work you, for you, it. You would would Landry have seen a pomegranate before? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. They're so, native to your um, right. your home. Okay. So I know what I'm doing with those. They're just very rare around here. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have one of them then. I'll I'll in my fruit selection. Nice. Um, is there anything you'd like to do at breakfast? I just want to know how the brain soup tastes. You got to describe it. To oh me. yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so it tastes. Of... I'm waiting for the Constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it tastes of um, prion. <laughs> no, it um, it's quite salty. Um, and sort of, um, very umami. Mm. I mean, I, I'm always happy to try something new, even if it may be... It seems like the brain itself is, um, very much mixed into the sauce sort of <laughs> kind of thing. It's not like, what's the word? It's, it's not chunks of brain. Yeah. It's like pureed brain. Mm. Not sure how I feel about a pureed meat in a soup. <laughs> it seems like a very... It's not really a soup. Yeah. It's more of a... It's pâté. Yeah. <laughs> We've got brain pâté. It's pronounced pate. Ah, uh, is that... 
There is actually brain pate as well. Ah. Yes. Here, here in Sortum, it's pronounced pate. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain pate. Yes. <laughs> Look at action. <laughs> brain pate. <laughs> I cast I cast a brain paint at third level. <laughs> what does wow, it do? That should be quite lethal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. third level. Like a paste comes out your ears. Immediately pate a fire. Radius. Surprised you can do that with a third level spell. Wizards yeah. power creep. It's really effective. <laughs> yeah, the new spells they're coming out. It's with crazy. Just, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, is there anything you want to do specifically? Uh, for breakfast. I would like to. Uh, Sidle on over to Keld. Um, hello. Hello. Um, is the 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 salted fish any any good? I wouldn't know. I've tried to. <laughs> got smoked um, meat. Oh, you got oh. <laughs> I, uh, well, I'm just gonna <laughs> away, uh, and then about five minutes later, <laughs> slide back. Um, hello again. <laughs> hello. Um, I was wondering if I could get your help with something. Um, depends what it is. Um, um, before you joined us, uh, I came into possession of a letter that I was supposed to deliver, um, written by Father Bent, mm. the, the priest who... Oh, yeah. 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 Um... <laughs> I was supposed to deliver it to Horse Home, however, we're heading in quite the opposite direction of that. Mm. I have no idea what the contents of the letter are, and whether it not it's urgent, but considering we're in what appears to be a relatively major city, I was wondering if we should open the letter to see its contents, and if it is urgent, pass it on to a courier company to deliver it, since it doesn't seem that we're going to be heading in that direction anytime soon. However, I'm aware that it is not, there is a seal on the letter and I don't want to just rip it off and I don't trust my own hands to remove the seal and you seem like a, a dexterous fellow. Um, well, thank you. So <laughs> I was wondering if you have any experience with um, tactfully removing seals? I, I know your, your, your business is legitimate, so I'm not <laughs> suggesting anything. <clears throat> Else, I would just wonder if this is something that you have any, ex not experience, but if you, you seem like it might be, not in your existing skill suit, <laughs> but something that you could potentially work into your skill suit. Mm, yeah, well, it's not something I've done before, but, you know, I'm, I've got a pretty uh, fine eye for detail, so it's pretty easy for me. Out of character, do you have proficiency with a forger's kit? Mm -hmm. Okay. I just thought that would be funny if you didn't <laughs> go through all this. Uh, I'm going to take the letter out. Um, this is the letter. It's a uh, pretty standard-sized letter with a just folded over and sealed with a wax seal. Um, not complicated. The seal is not complicated at all. It's not like, um, you know folded in any special way or anything like that. It's li literally the seal is just to keep the letter closed, really. Can't you just pull wax seals off and they don't, like, rip? No, you can't pull them off. You have to melt them. Mm. And then you can... Well, you can just heat up the wax and then take it off while it's 
soft and then put it back on again and then... It's the real expert here. I, I thought you said you hadn't done this before. <laughs> well, you know, it seems like a... But it, it's quite similar to work I've done before. You know, I've sent letters. Right. So uh, <laughs> it's really, it's just a, you know, an extra step on top of that, isn't As it? have I. Mm, exactly. I haven't. Not really many mailmen coming up into to mountains. Not many mailmen at all. I haven't sent that many letters, but I have a while ago. <laughs> Once I sent a letter. <laughs> so, um, and I assume you regret it. <laughs> Keld, would you like to try and open this letter without breaking the seal? Uh, yes. Or do you want to just open it normally? <laughs> Just rips the whole thing. Right, right in front of it with a knife. <laughs> is, is opening somebody else's mail a federal crime? <laughs> in, it's, in not your crime. Setting? it's not a crime in this country, okay. no. Are we going to get extradited? <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is the, this, is, this is the trap. This is I'm, I'm setting us up on a plot arc where we get hunted by fantasy, like the fantasy FBI. <laughs> for opening Royal, a, Royal Mail. Yeah. <laughs> um... Next, I'm going to suggest we don't pay our fantasy TV license. <laughs> um, okay, well, if you're doing this, then are you using a knife or your thieves' tools, or what? Um, well, I'll need to heat it up first, so I need some kind of fire source, which I'm assuming I have a torch, but I, something a bit more precise, like a candle or something, would probably be better. Do anyone have a more candle standard. in there? I do indeed have a candle. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Say again. Um, it's almost like he was setting it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a butter knife from um, the kitchen table spread. Yeah, so yeah, we're just hanging out at the table. I'm yeah. gonna get a, a candle and then sort of um, if the seal's not got any like any kind of mark on it, it's literally just wax over the top. of Oh, the I mean, it's circle. got the seal of, of like of a press, the, yeah, the crest of like the sim holy symbol of Tor on it. Okay, and we do, do we know where we get such a crest, or will we have to copy it as it is now? Um, you can probably get it from the Temple of Tull, but you'd have to obviously either get it illegitimately or tell them that you'd opened this letter from a priest of theirs. I mean, surely if you, you get, like, if you, like, heat the knife and put it underneath, you can just sort of that's, melt the underside, thinking, yeah, yeah. and the keep underside. the top side Yeah, you intact. don't need to break melt the, the entire seat up. Yeah, seal. just heat up the you knife. You, melt the you know that, you know that one YouTube trend from, like, three years ago Hot with, knife. like, superheated knives? Don't do it like that, because the paper might sit on the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When, when you start to see it get red hot, you've gone too far. Yeah, okay. Well, then I'll, I'll heat up a little knife with one of the... One of, uh, well, my daggers are not probably suited to the task. But uh, a butter knife of, would definitely yeah, be... Yeah, I'll take one of the, the knives I was just using to eat my meat with. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and then I'll, yeah, I'll run it, uh, I'll keep it under the heat of the candle for a little bit and then just try and slide it underneath slowly. Give me a dexterity check with your proficiency bonus. Okay. Sleight of hand. So, <laughs> yeah, so well, that, that's equivalent to my sleight of hand. Yeah. Sleight of hand works, yeah, yeah. Oh, I could give you guidance for this because I would be watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, supporting, that's fine. So, okay. so you add a d4 to that. I've got nothing else that can help there, do I? Okay, add a d4. Yes. Mm -hmm. 17 oh. plus 7 is 24. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how high you can get. 28. 28. Thanks. Um, 9 plus 10 <clears throat> plus 7. It's as if it was never sealed. Um, there is no trace of wax on the lower part of the, um, the lower part of the paper, and you unfold it, and it is written in ink, in a scraggly hand, um, and it says, um, 
Dear Father Gaylord. <laughs> Fuck. Is this really what we're going <laughs> Father Gaylord and Father Ben. <laughs> questions answered anytime soon. No, I don't mm. think so. Still, this seems <clears throat> rather urgent, even if you cannot receive these answers. I think it would be best if we could reseal the letter and pass it on to a courier company somewhere in the city to have it delivered. We could also add some sort of other note for whoever receives it to inform them of... On the outside of the envelope. Yeah, just like an extra letter, put them together. This mm -hmm. is true. What, mentioning that he's dead? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be wise. Um, I'm going to carry over your 28 to the resealing of the, <clears throat> of the seal, so you do so. Um, what would you like to write on the back of this letter? Um, I think, I just, I won't, I won't say it like word for word, but just mention, saying that... Um, I had been trusted to deliver this letter before he died in the inva uh, an invasion at a wedding. Um, however, I'm passing on the note, as it seems like its content is important, even with his passing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just okay. keep it relatively brief. Yep. We have not too much else to pass on. Are you going to put your name on it, say who's done it? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll say. If, if they have any further questions to ask for me at either of the two temples that I frequent. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll cool. try and respond as soon as I can, although I will be away for quite some time, it seems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, and so breakfast sort of wraps ooh. up a bit. Before they finish up, can I go around and try and get some, like... Breads, cheeses, some meat, you know, mm -hmm. like a bunch of different yeah. things. And, you know, do what you do when you're at a breakfast buffet. Mm -hmm. Get the napkins and put them all in the napkins and then put them in your pocket when yeah, you so leave. you can get one day's worth of rations from this. Well, actually, I'm going to bring it up to the room and... Oh, and give it to Pip. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Force feed him. <laughs> so you head up to the room and um, you see Pip is sort of wrapped in these blankets that are just like... You know when you get trapped in your duvet and you like wriggle that you're half asleep and so you get like 
tangled in the in the covers. And you're three feet tall, so and you're three <laughs> feet tall as well, so it's even worse. He's drowning in duvets. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's just sort of tossing and turning a bit, and, and then he sort of goes. This doesn't. He makes some obscure cultural reference to a thing in the real world that none of us know about in character. In his sleep. in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't look very good. Am I? Have you come up with me, or is it just me at the moment? Uh, I would have come back up to my room, and I imagine I'm nearby. So, I, if your door's open, I I'll probably. Up. If not, I'll just probably go and get you too. Because Sky, I'd like you to give me a medicine check. Yeah. Happily. I just roll it out. <laughs> I've got my dice tray and then dropped it on the table. What was it? Uh, that's a 20. 20. Uh, Modified. Yeah. Um, so you go up and you feel the back of the, his forehead with the back of your hand and it's quite hot and uh, he seems to be coughing a bit in his sleep. Mm. Um, He's got the vid. <laughs> there seems to be some kind of disease that he's got. Um, but you notice on a 20, um, just where his cuff is, um, just the edge of a boil. Mm. And um, the only thing you know of that has caused boils, um, not the only thing, but the, 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 the main thing of recent years that has caused boils is the same thing that your father had. So... This old chestnut. I'll go get Melandria and I'll say I'd be very careful at the moment. Um, Pip doesn't seem in very good condition. And this does remind me of something that I've seen in the past. I don't think that I'm going to be able to do anything to, cl to clear this with my magic. Do you know what it is that is ailing him? You know that <clears throat> um, people have come to your monastery over the past few years um, seeking help, desperate people who have nowhere else to turn after every temple they've been to has turned them away, after every um, sort of key-based healer that they've seen has, has failed to change anything they've come to your monastery as a last refuge um and nothing that your your magic your key can do has helped the only thing that's been able to improve things are natural remedies things that come from nature that are non-magical essentially mm -hmm. we don't quite know it's happened a lot recently but it's quite bad. Uh, our forms of magic are quite different. Do you think it would be worth trying mine, or do you think that would be... With the, the herbal remedies that have been tried, have they cured or just alleviated the alleviated. issues? As far yeah. as you're aware from what you know about your father's condition, you don't you know you don't know of anything that can permanently dispel yeah this illness i'll relay that on and just say it's not something we've actually figured out we can just make it a bit easier from what i understand so far 
Um, but as you as as um, you know that your magics and Melandria's magics are very different. You don't know much about the more powerful side of divine healing. If you said to me, if it's something that you'd like to try, I would say give it a go. Do Just... you know if it's infectious by touch? Uh, you don't think so. Yeah, no. It it's not something that spread within the monastery per se often, it just sort of came in and people would have it and then... It seems like proximity does have some kind of effect, yeah. but it's not like if you, you know, if you... No. It, it seems like proximity has an effect, but you have to be close for a while. Yeah. And right. it's not like... But, but And doing the standard things like washing your hands and covering your face and stuff doesn't seem to make a difference. If if you're in if you're in proximity for a while, basically. But touching Pip for the length of an action for, a, for an action will not, not. infect okay. you. No. All right, then. As far as this guy knows. Uh, then it's probably not going to work. But I will come on over, uh, to Pip's bedside, uh, and lay a single hand on him, and cast lesser restoration. Okay. Um, your how does this look? Um, I think the way I like to imagine it is that the kind of like star dots, particularly on mm -hmm. that arm, yeah. seem to glow and they kind of like move over briefly yep. onto Pip before like returning. Okay, so you no see this glowing. constellation sort of cover Pip, Pip's small form, and then return to Melandria's arm. Um, <clears throat> and the, the tossing and turning sort of settles. And, um, and then you hear a violent cough. Another cough, and then you see blood. Huh. And then he's just he's just racked with coughing. Um, and you see the boil that was on his hand has grown in size. Well then. Um, yeah. At this point, Emrys barges in, mm. and basically shoves you two out of the room, and starts using his healer's kit to try and. Um, and we're going to leave them. Since neither of them are here at the moment, we'll leave them to a later session. It's what I, this is what happens if you get caught in a train strike. <laughs> DM gives you disease. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. What would you like to do with your day? Um, there is a... You know that um, Slime Mold has planned to meet you. Uh, in the reception of this hotel, Coil and Grasp, in the morning. But you can send him away if you don't need his services, or you can get him to take you places that you need to go and that sort of thing. I don't know what you want to do. I mean, I do, but I want you to say what you want uh, to do. <laughs> uh, I already received direction from the half-elf in the lobby to where the like, temple district yes, was. Uh, I will tell the party that that's where I'm going to be heading. Uh, to the temples of Manny and Mona, respectively. Um, Which one first? In that order. Manny. Yeah, just because it's alphabetical. Fair enough. No preference. Um, and I'll probably just be off pretty quickly after that. Just mm -hmm. See you this evening. Awkward wave. <laughs> um, Keld, what do you want to do? You wanted to... Find a craftsperson, right? Yeah, um, I 
assume I'll ask if the guide knows anything about that. If yeah, you can get um, Slimey to. Take you <laughs> to a hey, I don't. Person. I I refer to him as Slime Mold and Slime Mold only. Well, he he says actually, my full name is Slime Mold, which feeds on fresh fruit. Okay, Slime Mold, which feeds on fresh fruit. Um, please, do you know of the location of anywhere um, where I might be able to get uh, a unique? set of materials crafted into an item of magical clothing. He sort of um, plays with one of his chin tentacles for a <laughs> moment in, in thought. Chintacles. Chintacles, exactly. Um, and then he says, you know, I think Runar might be um, free at the moment. We could go and talk to them. Yeah, we might as well. We don't talk to them at least. And uh, Slimy takes you off to... Uh, old town. Um, are we, should we do your stuff? Oh, I just remembered something else that I would do. That's just very quick. Since we've done the letter thing, we've determined it should be sent. Uh, I just want to pop by like a courier company mm-hmm. and drop yeah. it off. I'll put the cost for it myself because I was going to be the one. Yeah, just like five silver. Okay, cool. I will get that. Oh, I have five silver there. Done. Easy. Cool. I'll yeah. Get that to be delivered. Um, and what do you want to do? I'll ask at the front and see if there's any sort of local apothecary or sort of any sort of library that would have information on medicine and uh, mm-hmm. herbalism and try okay. and learn more about the condition. Yeah. So they say, as they said before, there is a li- the library, the main library in um, Old Town. I yeah. think it was. I think I said it was. Um, so you can head there. Uh, so you can go with um, slime mold, slime mold, and and Keld if you want. And then yeah, you can divert when you get to Old Town. Yeah, I'm happy to tag along for the time being. Cool. So we head to Old Town through the um, sort of built structures of um, New Town and um, even newer town and Midtown. Imaginatively named, I know. Um, these buildings are, as I mentioned, they're built stone at the base, sort of a fungal wood is used for the higher um, tiers. Um, as you get more into Midtown, you start to see more and more of these full stone buildings, um, and uh, not usually more than two or three stories high. Um, and more and more, um, you, mainly you see Illithids and Vergar, um, but there are more and more um, High Elves and um, Half Elves and Orcs and Halflings. Not very, not a lot, never really exceeding 10% of the population, but the, you know, the number increases as you get in towards the Gentrified <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you get into Old Town, and Old Town, the the um, don't say it's old style is completely different. Mm. Um, you see the um, the stone of the the lilac stone that the buildings are built out of look melted almost into shape mold look like they've been molded magically essentially into these structures which tower five six stories high 
um, and they appear to go down into the, there appear to be stairs and tunnels going down into the ground as well. Um, and you see some where there are these giant stalagmites where the, the melted, moulded stone just spirals around this massive stalagmite. Um, and then there's a big wall. Um, you can see just a few hundred metres in in ahead of you, there's a big wall. Again, sort of moulded out, out of the raw rock of the cavern. Um, and the big, and big stone, um, it'd probably actually be wooden gates, um, and Slime Mold points them out and says that's the, that's the way into the Noble District. Um, but yeah, we're in Old Town now, so, um, Sky, you want to go that way, he says, and Keld, we're going this way. And so Keld, um, Slime Mold takes you to a, um, a quite nice looking shop front, um, above which is the sign, um, a very sort of intricate gold and wood um, sign, um, which says Runar's Tailor-Made Trinkets. Um, and it's just got like a, a little um, set of tools as the, as the symbol, the symbology. Mm. Um, and Slime Mold heads straight in. And uh, you see a um, uh, well. First off, there's a big window um, in the front with various items um, displayed, and um, then there's a big wooden um, bar. And behind that, there's a door, big wide archway that goes through into what looks like some kind of like silversmiths, blacksmiths sort of shop. Um, and there's someone, appears to be someone working in there, and a little bell goes off when you go in, and you hear a voice calling, hang on a minute, I'll be right there. Um, and through comes a dwarf, mountain dwarf. Um, no beard, clean shaven, uh, quite long hair, um, with like lots of different jewellery in it. Um, and uh, they say, greetings, I'm Runar. I in the shop. Um, I craft things for, you know, for anyone who can pay. Um, and yeah, I also have some items to sell. Um, going cheap, no refunds. Um, so yeah, feel free to have a look around or if you've got something custom you want making, just let me know. Well, funny you should mention that. I'm actually in the need of someone who can craft things because um, I have this unique set of materials that I gathered recently um, and I've been reliably informed that um, you might be the person to go to to uh, have these uh, materials made into some sort of a cloak. Um, oh, I see. May, may I may I see these materials? Um, yeah, I'll pull out like one or two of them. And mm-hmm. They are a foot long, each, so it's yeah. Fun. They uh they they handle this um this feather quite carefully, quite deftly. Um, they sort of look at it. They flick down a little. You just notice a little loop, um, an eye magnifier, um, affixed to their head. They flick down a couple of those and have a really close look at it, and they say, hmm. 
Interesting. And they sort of go to stroke a beard and then sort of catch themselves and go. Hmm. <laughs> um, and they say, this is very interesting material. How did you come by it? Oh, well, you don't have to tell me if you don't want, but I'm, I'm very curious. I'd prefer to keep my sources hidden if... Uh... Very well. Um, uh, it's... Uh, see, the problem... So you said you wanted a, a cloak of some kind. Uh, yes, I did indeed. The problem with such a material is that it is quite um, fragile, quite um, brittle. So forming it into a, a fabric item would be quite difficult. Now I could instead take a pre-existing cloak and attach many of these on in a sort of scale, um, scaled manner, if you have enough. Um, mm. One or two of these is not going to be sufficient, obviously. I assume you have more, given you want a full cloak out of it. Um, I'm not too busy right now, so it'll take maybe five days. It costs about 200 gold. Hmm. Well, I certainly have the materials for it, but uh, I may have to look around and see what my options are um, and see if that price point isn't too um, dissimilar to some of your compatriots. Well, I see. Um, well, I can always... If, is, the, is, the, is it the time that's the issue or the gold? Um, the payment. I usually prefer to go, you know, with something, uh, an efficient choice, something that gives me good value for money. Well, I can, I can take a longer period of time to do it for less gold, for sure. Mm. Um, and what kind of... What kind of reduction are we talking? I think we would say... I can do it for a hundred gold in ten days, but no, no less than that, really. Hmm. Okay, um, that sounds very enticing, um, and I will consider it. Very well. Um, feel free to have a look at the uh, pre pre enchanted items that I have in the shop, and I have a few in the vault as well. If you want me to uh, tell you about them. Can I have a browse? Yes, of course. Hello. Can I just quickly go get a drink? Yes. Just need a glass of Um. So, uh, in the window we have... Uh, My barricade. Hang on a moment. <laughs> so, um, yes, we have a couple of things in the window. Um, we have this lovely uh, rock of reverse gravity, and you can see there's this shelving unit, and there's this rock that's just like stuck to the top of the um, <laughs> the shelf. Um, we've got uh, an enchanted friendship bracelet, only a gold piece for that. Um, we've got these returning arrows. Uh, you can see uh, they're in the um, sat in the in a quiver in the um, in the window. And then a couple of other things in the window. We've got this immovable rod and um, a bag of beans. So and they're all about one to five gold. Except the bag of beans, which is 25. Well, 
These and there's some vault items as well, if you want me to tell you about those. Mm. These re returning arrows, do they return before or after they've hit the target? Um, let me just read what I've written. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Runar says, uh, I don't know that. Mm. I don't really know anything about these items. They are as they are described. So you haven't tested many of them out? Mm, not really, this. no. Um, the immovable rod, how did it get here in the first place? <laughs> well, it has a button, you see. A button that makes it immovable or not immovable. No, the shop was built around it. <laughs> Presumably. Hmm. But you haven't, you haven't tried to press I have not tested it, no. Where, where have you got all these items? Is there someone else who runs this shop with you? Or no, no. Who stocks um, the shelves? These are items that have been sold to me or that have come back as returns. The, the person who commissioned them didn't want them. That sort of thing. So someone That's why they're going too cheap. Someone sold you You're getting a bargain. An right? immovable rod and you took that at face value, did you? <laughs> and I've... a bag. You bought a bag of beans from someone. <laughs> I don't know if I just need to make my like cow. <laughs> well... No, not a cow. Uh, I also have a few things back in the vault if you if you if you're interested. Oh sure, yeah, show me all of them. <laughs> um, oh, I think my favourite here is the uh, hat of detect magic. Um, apparently, it detects magic. And okay, apparently, right? Just so tell you, you have no idea. <laughs> I also have this plus one chainmail. Um, um, I have a sending stone. Dagger of Warning, um, a Bag of Holding, a Rock of Safe Camping. Uh, oh, my favourite is the Digit of Contempt. Only one gold piece. Um, this reverse gravity rock that you had <laughs> yes. earlier. Um, do you know how much how much weight do you think it could? Uh, it could take with it on its way up. I couldn't say. Mm. How big is the rock? It's about that big. It's about, about like fist like size. Six inches, yeah, about about fist size. So pretty huge then. When he showed the bracelet, was mm -hmm. it? Did, was it just? He said a friendship it's bracelet. A friendship bracelet, bracelet yeah. Just the one. Just, just the one. Just the one. Yeah. <laughs> right, how much is it? One gold. I uh, had sold. Okay, very well. And he hands it to you and asks for a gold. There we go. Boop. Thank you very much. I'm going to find my friend. <laughs> um, you... Hang on, let me just look something up. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to link Matt starts rolling D10s. <laughs> what, what mystic evil NPC are you going to get linked to? Yeah. Um, okay. No, my dead dad's got the other one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a an insight check. How about an investigation check? <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> insight. somewhere in a far corner of the world, a dragon that has its its talon clutched around, clutched around the other end. You Friendly feel face. strangely compelled to buy something else. <laughs> oh, you! <f> <laughs> hmm. 
much than that's. <laughs> Keld it's gets scammed. The ring of counterspelling. Oh no! I know. <laughs> Fuck you. Because you had to spell the word Fuck counter. You. That's not. As a compass of locate creature. Um, an iron stone of attunement. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what they do. I can imagine. Is the iron stone of attunement by chance an attunement item that increases your attunement slots by one? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, do you want to buy any of these things? I think I your friendship bracelet is telling you that you do. Yes. Something inside me is... is calling me to, to something in particular. Perhaps the Ring of Counterspelling. <laughs> Only 25 gold. <laughs> Do you have any financing options? <laughs> pay on Klarna. <laughs> um, if you pay 25 gold more for the cloak, I'll throw it in for free. <laughs> so it's 25 gold! <laughs> uh, I'm that afraid... seems like a great deal to you. Um, I, um, Suddenly, it's... you are enraged as you realise that you magic has been used to influence your mood and you become hostile towards Runa. I oh, see. Oh, you... F- <laughs> what? So he has... Hang on. Okay. <laughs> it's... Runa, Runa. Can I say... Can you I say... To, can you explain I, yourself right now. Can I explain it? No. <laughs> I, know what's, I, know what's, I think I know what's happened. I'm just confused as to how Runa has accomplished this. Oh, um, I think um, I know. <laughs> so... Runar, please please explain why why you you seemingly cast some kind of magic spell on me with this friendship bracelet. The friendship bracelet must be magic. I think it's a magic item shop after all. But why would it cause me to be friendly towards you, Runar? When because I put it on you. You didn't put it on me. I took it from you and then put it on myself. I gave it to you. Well, yeah, but we're not the. You don't have the other friendship bracelet, do you? What other friendship bracelet? <laughs> it's a friendship bracelet. But surely the friendshipness should go towards someone who has a similar friendship bracelet. At what point? The random person who owns the friend. Please, no matter. You're not This is killing me. He let us have the three questions about the the clarifying ones, but not this. Um, Give me that rock of reverse gravity and I'm getting out of here. (laughs) Very well. Um, How much was it? It was like. One gold. One gold gold as well. One gold, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking that. Um, do you want me to tell you what all of these items do? Because can I know? Can I know? You can guess at what some of them do. Uh, with the, the well, ones you've friends, doesn't it? Yeah, cost yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> Once I, that was one of the spells I could have taken. Okay, not to, I was like um, hmm, going hostile immediately after yeah. being friendly. That doesn't seem like a good trade off. Uh, um, so, so the ring of counter spelling. The ring of counter spelling is the only useful one on this list. <laughs> Well, it's because well, it's why would it cast? Uh, why do I want counterspell and like? No, the, no, it, there's no way he's letting you cast counterspell for twenty five gold. No, as in, it's as in, I, I assumed it would constantly counterspell in the area around. Me no, so no, I imagine it's going to spell the word counter for you. <laughs> I see. No, actually, uh, I did I consider that, but um, count the ring of counterspelling. Spell counter hyphen spelling. Mm-hmm. You may, as a reaction, change one letter in a spell cast or magical. Oh, ooh, it's like a ring of the grammarian. Once per long rest. Ooh. but as a reaction, and you can do it to anyone. So you change it doesn't have to be an enemy, or it can be a friend. Oh. I'm going to have to. The hat of detect magic 
Detects the nearest magical item or effect. That will detect itself. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just assumed it wouldn't say anything. No, I, fi- like, I figured it would just oh, detect definitely. itself. Bag of beans is a bag of non-magical beans <laughs> with a 5% chance of pulling out a gold piece. That's a bag of honey beans? In, uh, One. Like, <laughs> like, a lot. Two beans. Um, immovable rod. This rod cannot be moved. <laughs> Um, sending stone. This stone allows you to speak to whoever has the other sending stone. <laughs> oh, I wanted that one. <laughs> dagger, of, dagger of warning. We'll say, careful whenever the user attempts any dangerous feat. <laughs> so these are all, half of these are like real items that... Yeah. What, what was up with the, the plus one chainmail? What oh, I kind of want to keep that a secret. Oh, yeah. I will tell you. Okay. Um, requires achievement. User receives a sending once per day that says, forward this to 1d4 friends or you will be cursed. <laughs> If user does not do this, they become poisoned and cannot remove the armor. <laughs> also acts as plus one chainmail. <laughs> um, um, then the returning arrows. These arrows return to the quiver before they are able to be shot. <laughs> uh, bag of holding. Once you hold it, you cannot put it down until dispelled. And iron stone of achievement, you guessed. And digit of contempt. The shopkeeper sticks up his middle finger to the <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Do I trust Runard? <laughs> yeah, the person who you're hiring. You're hostile to him o- now. Also, the guide, the guide has led me to a a meme shopkeeper. <laughs> yeah, this is. So I, I want a refund on lots of things. Right now. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just had to do that because it was funny. Is this is this what all the spoiler stuff was about? <laughs> yeah, it. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Um, so yes, a hundred gold and ten days is the promise. Are you going to? You you didn't take that offer up though, did you? Uh, not immediately. No. No. Okay. I said it was enticing, and I think my opinions have shifted somewhat. <laughs> um, but only because you know what these items do, and that's I'm, out of character. Well, the friend spell. No, no, spell. but I know what oh, the friend spell. The friend spell. Yeah. hostile, to be fair. Yeah, that, that's fine. I'm just waiting for something to go wrong with the Rock of Reverse Gravity. I, mean, I, was, I was well aware that they're all meme items, but casting a spell on me to get me to try and buy more items is definitely not in the list of things I would have found funny as a... As a <laughs> yeah, true. true. There's, there's one... I'm just waiting for the moment that you, like, ever so slightly lose your grasp on the rock of reverse gravity and it just goes up into the sun. It's just a it's balloon. Just a balloon yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a balloon, but it won't burst or stop floating. And it doesn't have a string. Well, no, it's no, but bal- I'm going to keep it in my bag and then my bag's a little bit lighter. <laughs> or it's just going to find its way out of your... It's going to push its way out of your bag. You open your bag. Every time you open your bag to get something, I'm going to say, make a deck save. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have a zip right at the bottom, where it's just my reverse gravity rock. Then my entire bag floats away and everything falls Tie a string around it and tie it to your wrists. It's just like you're always carrying a balloon with you. (laughs) Okay. Um. Hang on, I just want to make sure I keep track of it. Sky. Yes. You wanted to head to the library, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the library is pretty well signposted in Old Town. Um, it's a very large, um, building of about seven stories um quite wide as well a good 20 meters wide um and uh you head in the 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 main entrance there's a big um reception area um with 
like comfortable seats and beanbag chairs and um, it's got a hanging egg basket chair yeah it's got a hanging egg basket chair for sure um and uh, there's you know there's a main counter where there are uh, you know i know the third and a couple of the are working um you can see a couple of people going around putting books away um there are a couple of people taking books out it's it's a library <laughs> what i'm saying um yeah, um, there is no such thing as the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> in this world. Every library has its own system of um, sorting and displaying books. So you're going to need to talk to someone. Yeah, basically. I think I would just habitually head up to the front desk to ask anyways, just see if I can get anyone to help. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll just head up whoever the first person is in the line closer to the door and see. Yep, uh, so it is a um, female Illithid um, who greets you, says, um, Hi there, you're, you, you, you're a tabaxi. You didn't see very many of those around here. Oh, do, do you not? No, not at all. Hmm? Well, welcome to our wonderful city. Thank you. Uh, how can I help you today? Um, I wanted to come and do a bit of research on an ailment that's been, for lack of a better word, plaguing our, the monasteries. Um, we've, we've been having some issues with treatment and our usual approach doesn't seem to work with this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, can you uh, describe some of the symptoms? Um, feverishness, uh, is it, would it be, like, with Pip, would it be, like, comatose or just, like, d deep just sleep? Just fever. Yeah, feverishness, uh, fever, and then large noticeable boils. It also doesn't seem to react well to divine restoration or healing magic. Make me an insight check. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw it in the dice tray this time. Uh, that's... 19. 19. Um, she, there's, there's recognition in her eyes. Um, but she's very, she stays very professional and she says, okay, very well. Um, I think I can direct you to some of the correct, um, areas. Um, are you sure that you're, sorry, uh, that's not what she says. She says, um, please, uh, you know, don't take any of the books out of the library, make sure the books are in good condition, um, and if you need to, you know, if you, um, if you need any more information that you can't find in the books, come find me, and I might be able to help you. Oh, did do you know about the, the issue at all? Well, there's been something going, something's been going around, basically, and we don't really know much about it. But um, there have been some apothecaries and some priests in doing some research, similar research to what you're looking for. So I, it might actually make more sense for you to go and talk to them rather than to do the same research they've already done, if yeah. that makes sense. Are there any in but at I the moment? To discourage from discourage you from using the library, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly give, it, give any key readings a look if you have any, but are there any researchers in right now or any that I should go to in specific, in particular? 
she turns to one of her colleagues and says, um, is, um... Generating names. Is, is, is... Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose you know if Stig's in, do you? And the, the colleague's like, uh, yeah, actually, I think he is. I think he's on 4-3. Um, and she goes, okay, I think, uh, let's go and find Stig, because he knows about this stuff, and he's the one doing a lot of the research, so she says, follow me, and uh, you go up some stairs, some spiral stairs, in the, there's this sort of pillar in the centre. Um, oh, it's like the stalagmites from outside. Yeah, there's this pillar in the centre which is hollowed, been hollowed out, um, and wooden stairs, this sort of wooden set of spiral stairs have been put into it um, with like a wooden core, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you head up onto, onto the third floor, um, obviously rows and rows and rows of books. Um, the books in this... Um, what's the word? Section? Floor. I just said it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, on, the the books on this floor are look to be significantly um, older than those on the ground floor. It looks like the ground floor is for like light reading, basically, whereas this is much more like serious tomes. And she says, right, so this is uh, some Stig will be on on this um, floor somewhere. Uh, he, he's a Dvergar. He's you know what Dvergar look like. I assume um, he. You should notice him because he's completely bald. He's just got a big beard. What is this section of the library? How's it classed? Oh, okay. So she goes into a long diatribe about how the library is classed. Um, essentially, it's by age of book. Um, so, like the newer books are at the bottom, but really old, like books that you have to be very careful with, are at the top, and the more like care needed the more difficult it is to get higher up the building right so like the top floor is only for those who are vetted essentially um so yeah she says just split we'll split up and find stig and meet back here um and so give me an investigation check mm -mm -mm. that's an 18 um, you both bump into Stig at the same time, <laughs> um, and he, he's like deep in um, his sort of tracing and the, the um, he's got these little half moon spectacles on, and sort of peering up at this um, shelf, like tracing his finger along the spines of the books, trying to find the uh, the right one. And you both converge on him, and uh, the illithid woman goes, Stig, and he sort of jumps slightly and turns around and looks bewildered at her and then says, oh, it's just you. Um, um, what's her name? Didn't get up. Uh, oh, it's just you, Candlelight. Um, whoa, whoa, hello, how can I help? What's going on? And she says, yeah, this, um, fine young person has, uh, been asking about the same sort of research that you do, so I thought I'd direct them to you directly. Very direct. <laughs> um, I've got some things I need to be getting on with, so I'll uh, 
if you could help. Uh, what was your name? Uh, Tarkus of Sky. If you could help Tarkus of Sky, um, that'd be amazing. Sorry to sort of shove this onto you. Um, and, and Stig's like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And she heads off. Thank you. No trouble. Come find me again if you need anything else. Um, and Stig sort of peers at you through the half-moon spectacles at the end of his nose, and he's like, Well, Tarkus of Sky, tell me. Do you happen to be of the clan Tarkus? I do. <laughs> I gave it away. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I sort of thought they ran out, ran out of names by now. Well, clearly not. Anyway, let's go and have a seat, shall we? strides off, sort of lolling from side to side as he walks. Long, long. Are you by chance a tabaxi? <laughs> 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 Roll, rolls investigation. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, do you follow him? Yeah. No, yeah. Sure. He, he goes and sits down in this big leather armchair. He's got all his normal readings all on the table. Lots of different tones set out. So much do I got pornography just (laughs) (laughs) No, that's on the fifth level. Uh, Yeah, that's 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 the that's the section that he's getting. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Dwussy. (laughs) Dwussy. Okay. And uh, he says, Well, talks of Sky. Do you mind if I call you Sky? Um, that's what I have everyone call me. Um, tell me why you are here in Sorting. Well, I mean, if you have experience with whatever this is, you surely know how difficult it is. Hmm, difficult to treat, yes. Mm. Difficult to... Difficult to live with. It's just difficult in general. We've had a lot of people come through with similar problems. Mm -hmm. Some of our clan. Mm-hmm. Fallen ill. That surprises me. Yeah, you'd think a clan of healers would be able to sort themselves out, but it seems as though whatever this is. Roll me an inside check. Doesn't seem to like any treatment with our methods. Uh, what's my class again? 14. 14. Um, you just frown slightly when you say that. Yeah, all of our regular methods of life energy and key manifestation don't really seem to have any effect on it. Mm. We've looked, I've looked personally at what divine healing has done mm-hmm. and it's it wasn't pleasant, is it? No. no. And, you know, we've only really se- seemed to find ways to assuage the pain of those who have it. Yes, these have been my findings as well. Tell me, do you know anything of its origin? No, it just it's just started coming in one day. Do you have you noticed anything in particular about the nature of those who have succumbed? Give me a raw intelligence check. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Um you only know what the other monks have noticed 
which is that they are all, I mean, so I have to go back a bit here. Mm. Um, magic in this world is not uncommon. Um, not everybody has it, but it's not, but like, you know, you find farmers who can cast cantrips. They exist, right? Like a big city like this has divine healers in it who can cast like fifth level spells. It's, I would call it medium magic, you know, not high magic, not low magic, somewhere in the middle. So for a group of dozens of people, which is how many people have come to your monastery seeking help, for them all to have some kind of magic is unusual. But you know that every single person who came to you had the ability to cast magic. In different types as well, because my different dad, types. Pip, they would have had different schools. But you... What did you roll on your intelligence check? Twelve. Twelve, okay. Yeah, no, that's what you know. Hmm. Well, I guess it manifests in those with gifts. Yes. More so in some cases than others. It seems the more potential you have, the more serious the malady. I have a personal vested interest in this. My father fell sick with it, and now one of my friends. Hmm. You keep interesting company for one of Clan Tarkas. I can't say I'm much like the rest of my clan at this point. Clearly not. You must be careful. I mean, have you ever seen any of us down here? I have not. I have merely... I confess I have never been and visited your clan. I have only heard tales... There was a, a man a few years ago, and he gives you a description, and you, you recognise the description of this man, and he says, um, he wrote a piece on your clan, um, and it was published in many places, news outlets and the like. Really? So there are a few people who remember, who, who recall and who know of your clan. Um... You would know that this person absolutely did not make this intention clear when they were in your when yeah they were with you. Can't say that I would, that I knew that we would be publicized, but I suppose that must have led to the influx of people afterwards. If I fear that may be true, as I know there are several clans of similar ilk in Tianshan who have not suffered such a serious influx of. Of desperate hopefuls. But regardless, we were speaking of this blood malady. Is that what you've been calling it? It is. For it manifests in the blood of those who cast magic, and it is indeed a malady. As far as I'm aware, mundane herbs and um, Conventional. Conventional healing will slow the spread and the severity 
dull the severity of the fever and of the boils, but it cannot prevent or cure entirely. How long have you been studying this for now? Probably around a decade. Nothing. I can tell you a, a certain few ingredients to make a poultice that will improve your friend's chances and your father's chances. But you need to find the source of this if you want to make it better. I am old. I cannot go out and search such things. I may only study them, and I fear I have exhausted the resources of this place. But you, you are young and full of potential. I can see that just from your questions and how they have led the conversation. I think somebody is needed to find out where this is coming from, because it is not natural. Do you have any suspicions? I have my, my, my theories, but many would call them those those theories of a madman. I believe it is possible that it could be being the 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 very nature of magic could be being manipulated, whether intentionally or unintentionally, by someone of great power. And this manipulation is causing some kind of misalignment between those who use conventional means to draw power from the skein and those who, and the skein itself. Do you know of what I speak? History check. Give me a history check. Thirteen. The skein is essentially like the weave. Yeah. It is the 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 fabric the stuff the... the fabric of magic. Yeah. Um. E I or A I. E I. E I. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that this is very law dumpy and not very interesting <laughs> for the rest of you. Yes. Um. I've just finished updating my doc. <laughs> Um, Stig says, do you know anything of the Helicomancers? Helicomancers? Can't say. She'll take this as a no. Seek out a Helicomancer. I know little of them myself, myself, other than that they do not draw on the traditional means of magic. See if they are similarly affected, afflicted by this malady. 
maybe you shall draw some conclusions from that. Thank you for your help. I'm sorry I could not give more. In the meantime, as, I, as my friend has fallen ill and our proximity isn't the only defining factor for contraction as an influence, is there anything you know that we should do to reduce the likelihood that another may fall ill? It would seem the potential for magical ability is the primary factor in um, contracting this. And the more powerful a mage grows, the more likely they are to contract it. Therefore, if any of you have divine or arcane abilities, you should try and limit contact, physical contact, as well as proximal proximity with the infected. But should you assuage the symptoms, the infectiousness should diminish significantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not promising, is it? I believe in you. I know I have only just met you, but... I see something. I hope so. Well, thank you, young talks of Sky, for livening up my day. <laughs> thank you, Steg, for giving me a bit of help with this. As I said, I'm only sorry it could not be more. Search out the helicomancers. Search out the source of this Melody, and save your friend and your father. I'll reach out my hand to, to shake. He shakes it gravely. And we will take a break there. Next and we're back. Yeah! I thought you were going to go for it backwards. Are you ready? <laughs> that's, why, that's why I mean, that's why I mean this is going to last. Ready? Yeah! Back. We're. And. <laughs> I'm gonna reverse <laughs> that <laughs> one and then use it as the. But then we'll be speaking backwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Nah. We are. Wait. Cab. Please make Please make the episode title and we're back backwards. It's spell. <laughs> <laughs> Back where I am. How? Cab arrow. Dna. Or how? The, how the end? We're back. Bit jump the shark. <laughs> okay, I've written it down. Okay, so Melandria, you are heading to the Temple of Manning. Yeah. Um. I am. It is. It is. It is. Sure is. Um, it is a small uh, temple. Um, small building. Not, you know, not too big a um, sort of frontage on the main street. Um, and sort of from masoned lilac stone. Uh, 
Um, so very clearly worked stone. Um, quite a unusual. I said that they were in Old Town, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, quite an unusual site in Old Town. Most of the most of the buildings here are not made from mason stone, but from like magically worked stone. Right. Uh, is us? Is there like? For lack of a better term, a temple district. Is it like a lot of the temples are close together or are they spread out? They're quite the spread out. Okay. Um, the, there is a, a cathedral district. Yes, it's the, the one the that's one like, very we're not allowed in because we're... You can go in. It's oh, lovely. Okay. open to the public. Oh, okay. It's just there's a fee. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, um, so you... There's a mason stone, lilac stone building, frontage with a double wooden doors that stand open. Do you want to just head straight in? Yes. Okay. As you do, you find yourself in a uh, wide courtyard, um, significantly wider than the frontage of the temple on the street. So it's clear it goes behind some of the shops um, with like colonnades around the, around the side. Um, and in the centre are <coughs> fighters, training. Uh, mostly human. A few orc, a few dwarf. Both mountain, dwarf and vergar. And at their head is a, uh, a vergar in bright armour. Sort of commanding them clearly. In a strong, loud tone. Um, yeah, what would you like to do? Uh, out of interest. Is this normal for temples of Manny? <laughs> so, you know that Manny and Mona are often portrayed as one as a caretaker and one as a fighter. Mm. That sort of thing. Yes. It's very heterogeneous across the world. Which is which? Which is which. So, exactly. I've, I've, so this kind of thing can be expected of one... One or the other. One or the other. It's yes. it like... I. I've, I'm sure I've been to various temples to both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, I would have seen something like this before. It's not like I'm just suddenly walking into a temple and so people are fighting and I'm like, oh my god. No, you, <laughs> you, oh, you expected it to More be... accurately, oh my gods. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you expected it to be this or an alternative. Right, yeah. It, I, was, I, was, I would have expected this at one or the other, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess I will kind of... I'm, I imagine I'm still kind of down... Bit of a distance from this goings on, as you say. Yeah, you're about uh, thirty feet away. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of like, not like sneaking or anything, but like quietly kind of approach, just kind of watching the demonstration, I guess. <laughs> yep. Um, so this uh, Dvergar woman keeps commanding the the troops as they are, um, and then uh, she says, "Right, break off into pairs and spar," and. Uh, and turns to you and briskly says, Hello, who are you? How can I help? Um, hi, uh, my name is Melandria. I just, um, I, I, I came to leave an offering. Ah, very well. Come with me through to the chapel. And she turns around swift, smartly on her heel and uh, marches towards the other side of the courtyard where there's a doorway you can see. I kind of uh, awkwardly wave to the people sparring, kind they of. Annoy you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. Um, 
Yeah, so um, this woman takes you into the chapel, which is about um, 30 by 20 feet in size. It's lit by... It's lit big. It's lit, <laughs> it's lit by lit. candles, um, as is much of the city. Um, actually, no, I would say it's lit by magical flames. Yeah. Um, sort of... Um, Let's show off. Little little full moon magical flame, magical, magical lights. Is, is that... I don't think I've asked this before. Are the moons many in Mona? They are. Do they appear like, for all intents and purposes, identical, or are they different in color, or is there any? Uh, they are pretty similar. Um, you would know that there are some, there are differences, differences to yeah. them. There are, you know, they have differences in crater yeah, size and, like, and position that. and cult slight difference in color and. But to the casual observer, they look pretty much the same. Okay. Especially as you can't compare them directly necessarily yeah, a they lot don't of the time because the they. Or inverse in phase. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she sort of gestures to the chapel and uh, says, um, if you have a moment after you've made your offering, I would speak with you. Uh, oh, um, of course. And turns smartly again on a hill and goes and stands like as a, like a guard post just directly outside the chapel door. Sure. Uh, I'll walk up to the kind of the, the main altar. Mm -hmm. uh, it is circular. Right. As uh, it always is in a t temple of Manuel Mona. Also, this is a bad question. I should write it down on my sheet. What is the name of the, like, city where the temples that I'm most frequent? Oh, the city. Yeah, um, the, it was, I can't remember its name and I'm sorry. I... I'm blanking. Hang on. Let me get my map up. Uh, Velholm. Velholm, that's it. I'm going to write this down on my sheet. It's the capital of the country you're in. Well, the country you started in. Yeah. We're not really Probably not there, there anymore. anymore now. We're kind of more under the no. mountains, right? Exactly. You're okay. under, under the mountains, really, now. Would we have any way of tracking, like, roughly how far we've been on, like, a How many journey? days you've been walking? Like, because I'm sure this is, like, a... This city, even though it's underground, is some, it's, it's relative location. It must be known. Yes. Somewhere. Well, is... yes, and no. yes and no. Most people, most surface people don't really know about Sultan. Okay. Uh, at least they're not, they don't care to know. Okay. Well, that's something we can look up just to see, you know, roughly how, how far we've come. The, the, the maps in the library of Sultan would definitely tell you where it is. Well, that's something to do after this. Uh, but yeah, I will kneel by the altar, uh, and I will place down from my pack a little vial of water. Uh, that has been in the moonlight and put three gold pieces kind of in a triangle around it. You can see that the ceiling of this um, of this chapel is uh, domed slightly um, and slightly enchanted so that the rock above it, the, the rock that the um, stuff is made out of mm -hmm. and then all of the rock above you mm -hmm. is just ever so slightly translucent. Right. And you can see um, the not the moon at the moment, but, well, you can see blue sky basically right. above you. Okay. And um, actually, yeah, you can probably see just the very edge of one of the moons um, in the in the sort of slot that is the sort of circular yeah. um, channel that this um, enchantment is making up through the rock. I kind of take a moment and reverentially bow my head. And then I will step over to the Dwegar woman. 
Are you, are you, are you done then? Yeah, I just leave the offering and mm-hmm. I'm going to walk over to... Yeah, she says... Right, um, yes, are you by any chance a traveller of sorts? Uh, yes. I haven't seen you around here before and I assume that you are not staying? Um, no, I don't think we intend to, at least not for long. Um, yes, I'm a traveller. Are you headed towards Turborg? Are we? <laughs> you are, yes. That's yes. the nearest dwarven city. Yes, that is our destination, yes. Can you carry a letter for me? <laughs> Coria Melandria. To the, to the High Priest of Tor in Torborg. Oh. To the High Priest of Tor? Are you... Um, I mean, yes I can, but if you don't mind me asking, why to... Why to them? They sent me a letter some time ago, and I need to re- needed to respond. And also they sent me a document, an important document, which I need to return. Um... I can pay you. Um, might I ask a, a question um, about this? Um, give me an insight check. That is a... Oh, I get an advantage. Nice. <laughs> it's a 26. You're slightly annoyed by this, <laughs> but... She recognises that you are, I would say, of an equal, approximately equal sort of stature in the church as she is. I don't think that's probably true. (laughs) I'm quite low down in my church. Which is like experience. This is a very small temple. Okay. In a very out of the way area. Alright. She sort of sizes you up for a moment goes, hmm, you're probably about the same as me, actually. Okay. And then and then relaxes slightly. Okay. Only slightly. She's still very much proper, yeah. you know, uh, at, at attention kind right. of thing. Um, and then says, what is it you would ask? I was asked to deliver a similar message to a priest of Tur in Horsehome. Um... You don't have to share with me by any means, but I'm curious to know if these, if the content means these are related inquiries. It is possible. What did the content of your note say? It, I'm trying to think of how I can say this without just directly saying it in case it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, that's uh, fair enough. It related to an aberration that a local priest of Tur had been experiencing. An aberration in their worshipping practices. You get the impression she's also dancing around it, trying to avoid directly saying it. Seeing less so the less so the practices, and more so their responses. Yes, I believe we may received and sent a similar letter. Um, I still need the document returning. Of course. But but yes, I think we are aligned in purpose. Um, The High Priest of Tor in Torborg sent me a letter asking 
essentially, if we were still in contact with Manny and sending a spell scroll of divination to make sure. Of course, I did not use such a thing, it would not be right. So I need to return the spell scroll. Right. But I also need to respond to the high priest. Yes. Um, well, I will be happy to deliver your response. And Thank the you. Document. Would you. Would you like me to pay you? Um, we have a money set aside for it, for the purpose of it. The initial message that I had taken on, I did not ask for payment. I... I will not request that you pay. We are already travelling. It is no extra labour on my part. Very well. That, pay that money will go towards someone in need, so you have my thanks. No problem. Um, I shall go and get the letter. And uh, she turns smartly once again and goes into one of the side doors of the sort of colonnade, comes out a couple of minutes later with a sealed envelope this time with a letter in it um, attached to a scroll case also sealed. I will put those both into my bag. You have my most sincere thanks. And what was the name of the priest that she wants it delivered to? Uh, it's the High Priest of Turin Tilburg. Okay. Uh, she hasn't told you. Alright, I won't need a name from that title though. Yeah, they are the High Priest. Sure thing. This is... Out of character, just because this is like, mm -hmm. would be an obvious question. Tourism more followed god than either Manny or Mona, mm -hmm. right? Much better. Tor is the patron god of the nor of, um, of, like of the region. Um, Midvalir. Yeah. The, the the largest, which is the largest country in the Northern Kingdoms. Mm. So, yes, very much. Probably the most followed god in the Northern Kingdoms. Yeah. It, is it, like, just the size equivalence, is it equivalent to, like, Syrianism in the South, or is it... Sir Syrianism. Syrianism. Um... I only read it, I don't think I've said it out loud. Fair enough. I, I imagine that is more widespread in the South than this among the North. I think there's a bit more diversity. There's a bit more diversity of, of religion, religion in the North. In the um, no small fact, no small part in due to the fact that um, there are probably more elves in Syria. Mm -hmm. And elves, as I've told you, still remember the yeah. God War and... All that shit that went down, mm -hmm. and don't like religion, basically. Mm -hmm. Whereas, all except the... when they do it, because they're, they're special. Except when they do it, yes. because, because it's not religion; it's a it's, it's, a, it's a philosophy. It's, it's a philosophy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The Virgin Syrian elves who think they're better than doing other religion versus the based Melandria who worships not one but two old gods. <laughs> no, the not not old gods. They're, they're, not old they're gods. from they're from this world. They're from this world. Yeah. Even so, they're not Syrian. Anyway, uh, religion. Anyway, yeah. Religion dumping. <laughs> we'll, we'll get more of that as I go to the other temple. I do have a question on religion dumping, though. Yeah. Um, is there contention between followers of Manny and Mona, respectively, over which is the fighter and healer? Because obviously they're different. Yes. So, 
one who perceives Manny as a fighter would disagree with There's another. There's also contention within the temples of Manny and the temples of Mona yeah, yeah, as to which is which. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's not it's, as far as I'm aware there's like there isn't like hostility between followers of Manny and Mona but it's more like they are just seen as separate kind of yeah they're just separate. Then, they're yeah. separate gods really. but then as well within the followers of Manny yes there is it, it, it's like it's like it's the equivalent of like yeah scripture yeah, scripture, scripture yeah. exactly yeah or you could just be basically just, like me, just yeah. say both smile <laughs> different yeah. denominations basically yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will put this in my bag, nod again, uh, and say, is, is there anything else I can be of help with? Or you seem like you're kind of, uh, I don't want to get in the middle of your um, sparring. Oh, well, you're welcome to spar with us if you wish to. Um, and if you need any help with anything, please let me know. But other than that, I don't have anything that I need from you. Um, I perhaps if I'm staying for multiple days, I might come back. But I have other errands I need to run today. Very well. What was your return? I didn't catch your name. Sorry. Uh, my name is Ulrich Breithelm. Ulrich Breithelm. Uh, Maladria. I, I I'm not sure if I said that already or not. Um, I'm not sure you did. Well, but it is now I have a pleasure to meet you, Melandria. Uh, may the blessings of the moons be upon you. And upon you. And she before, before she bursts into life, I'm turning and I leave. Slip. I leave. <laughs> um, as I kind of cross the threshold um, of the temple, uh, I You're struck down with lightning. Yeah. Do I? Do <laughs> I? I would have roughly. I would have asked previously where the locations of these two temples mm -hmm. were, so I know roughly where I'm mm -hmm. heading. Uh, as I'm going, I would like to count the number of steps. Mm -hmm. Between the two temples. Yeah. Um, I don't have a number. Of it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm just like I'm just saying I'm counting the number of steps. Mm -hmm. It's fine. A number later. Yeah. yeah. And so you make your way to the temple of Mona. Mm -hmm. um, this is another small, similarly sized frontage, um, but this um, building is made out of this molten stone. Um, Sort of appearance um, set into the floor, sort of you know, smooth transitions from the floor to the to the walls and from the walls to the ceiling, um, and it has carved into this stone the phases of the moon just going in an archway across the the, the main door, um, which is closed. Until now. You open the door. Yep, uh, it opens to about that wide, mm -hmm. about six inches, and then a chain catches it. And then you hear a voice saying, Oh, um, just a moment. Oh, my apologies for not knocking. Um. And, uh, you see through the gap an illithid, um, a male illithid, um, comes to the door and undoes the chain and says, Come in, come in, come in. Hey. Um, and you see, um, as... He does this, um, a little, t a toddler, essentially, mm -hmm. tolls up and says, Maiko, Maiko, Brian's ch um, pooed himself. <laughs> and, uh, and this illithid. A toddler illithid. Uh, they are a dvergar, okay. toddler dvergar. 
Um, and the they're, they're like three or four. I don't know how old children are when they can <laughs> talk. Um, <laughs> 17. <laughs> well, that's technically true. But... Yeah, but in the case. Between two and three. Okay, so he's like three or four. Um, and the Lithid's like, oh, okay, he just give me a moment. And um, I can get the chain of you. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, and the Illithid rushes off um, oh. into the into the deeper. Um, I'm I'm turn around and leave. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I will. Yeah. I will. So you find yourself in what is essentially a crash. <laughs> so there are probably two dozen kids in this in this temple. Um, there are, you know, on one wall there are these. Um, Line, you know, one wall is lined with these cots and, um, like, as in, like, for babies. Um, I'm uncultured. Is there another word other than crash? Because I don't know what that means. Nursery? nursery. Like a nursery, yeah, exactly. Like an area for small children to get raised. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, like a nursery. Um, and you can see this illithid is, like, just caring for the children and um, picks up one of the, scoops up one of the kids and uh takes them over to this little alcove and starts changing them mm-hmm. and uh calls over their shoulder oh well hi there i'm uh i'm maiko well the kids call me maiko my full name is maiko wood tree which shades the sleeping um how can i help you um i was just looking for the um the temple to mona yes this is the temple um is there any way that i could leave an offering Yes, of course. Just uh, second right, just around there. There's a. Make sure you open the. Make sure when you open the 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 kiddie gate, it doesn't. You don't let anyone through. Um, but yeah, there's a chapel just through there. Um, also, um, apologies if this is a rude ask, but it, could you do with any help? You seem to have a lot on your hands. Oh, I think I've got everything under control. But a quick hand after you've finished your with your offering wouldn't be wouldn't go amiss. Of course. Uh, second on the right, was it? Yes. Follow my way over to the second on the right. Yep. Um, you see a, uh, a small chapel, much the same as the one um, in the Temple of Mani. Um, and now the elaborate puzzle of the kitty lock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an intelligence check. <laughs> um, my, my intelligence score is 12, so let's see. Oh, that is a flat intelligence check of 17. 17. Yeah, you get it first time. Let's you, go. You work out this kitty lock pretty pretty deftly. Pretty <laughs> Melandria is the kind who would do a little celebration after solving the puzzle of the kitty lock. Um, <laughs> yeah. A small um, one, not like a big thing. But... Um, and, uh, yeah, you head into the chapel. As I said, the, you've got this... Um, you've got this circular um, altar, but... Behind it, you actually have a, a large alcove with a, a font, mm. um, which seems to be sort of reflecting moonlight from some source, some unknown source. The dome of this building is not enchanted in the same way, um, but the entire, there's no small lights in this one. The entire room seems bathed in moonlight somehow. Um, I will go up to the same spot, uh, equivalent spot, Mm-hmm. the circular shrine um, yep. and pull out another vial and th- put three more gold pieces in the same pattern mm-hmm. around it at its base. Yep. Change the 
Got to change the tens digit of my gold count now. Oh. Um, and bow my head again in kind of a moment. Yeah. Uh, kind of think about the number of steps that I took to get here. Mm -hmm. uh, for a moment, and then leave back out the. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Michael greets you again and says, "Could you just grab?" Them, they're crying, and I don't know why. Can you find out? Uh, of course. Um, I go over to the... How many children did you gesture to? There's like two dozen. Uh, all of them. <laughs> but the, Michael gestured to one of them specifically. One of them. A, um, a human child. Sure, I'll, I'll yeah. head over to the human child. Uh, they just seem to be crying. Sat, stood there in the middle of the crash, just crying. Uh, excuse me, but... Um, you all right? They stop crying immediately and look up at you. Who are you? Uh, my name's Melandria. What are you doing here? Uh, I am a follower of Mona. I wanted to come and say, uh, hello. Oh, that's nice. What's your name? Um, I don't know. Oh. Well, I suppose we should figure that out, shouldn't we? Probably. Seems important. I don't know. Yeah. I suppose if you don't feel any pressure to, then it's no rush. What's pressure? Something you shouldn't need to worry about. Okay. And then they toddle off. Okay. <laughs> no longer crying? No longer crying. Mission successful. <laughs> um, Michael sort of looks around and it's like, okay, I think we've got a moment where nothing's going wrong. How, how can I help? Who are you? How can I help? What's up? Oh, um, my name's Melandria. I just came to make an offering. I, uh, oh, okay. Cool. Not so you are a follower of Mona, then? I... I presume. Yes. Yes, lovely. Um, we, don't, we don't get too many uh, around here. It's, uh, it's a bit difficult underground, you know? Yes, I suppose that would present challenges. Um, it's good to see a temple here all the same. I, I must say I wasn't necessarily expecting there to be one. Yes, well, you normally have more people to help out. Sorry about, you know... Oh, it's no worry at all. Everything, yeah. God, this... Oh, it's just ridiculous. Everyone's off sick. Hmm. Anyway, um... I was wondering... You look like the travelling sword. <laughs> that I, um... Yes, I am. I will. I, I guess I have been in recent days. I, I, no, I've been travelling for longer than that. Um, although it's... I'm rambling, yes. Um. Regardless. You... Are you heading... You don't happen to be heading... Torborg? No. Oh. Murkborg. Murkborg. North of Torborg. Um, well, we were heading to Torborg. Um, well, Murkborg's not that much further. Well, do you by chance need a message delivered? He looks sheepish. It's fine. I... I... Not uh... quite. Oh. What? Dennis! And a little kid, gnome kid, comes running over. And he's like, Yes, Michael? And, uh, Michael's like, This is Dennis Thimblemook. His uncle lives in Mortborg. He needs taking to Mortborg. I don't suppose you might be able to help us? Um, 
Well, as I say, I do have business in Torborg. Um, how would I know how what the distance between Torborg and Muckborg yes. is? Yes, um, it is about another um, seven days. Oh, jeez. I um. I. I'm not sure how long my business in Torborg will be, or if it will be entirely safe to bring a um, child on on something of a rescue mission at the minute, actually. Oh, I see. Sorry, I didn't mean to presume. Oh, no. Just um, you seem strong and capable <clears throat> from, from what I could see. And, well... We can't really look after him much longer here. He'd have to go to a to an orphanage or somewhere. Mm. Probably wouldn't be very good for him. He's he's Ralph by this point. Right. Um, His parents died recently, you see, and oh. we took him in as a temporary measure. But as I said, we're run off our feet here. Just with the just with the kids we had normally. In Mugborg, would there be arrangements already of who he was? Yes, yes. His, his uncle is, is there and he knows that Dennis is, is in need of a place to live. Would it be possible to for you to send a message to this uncle for him to meet us in Torborg? I can ask, for sure. If that, was po that were possible, then I would be happy to take him to Torborg to meet this uncle. Okay. Um, uh, I, yeah, just I, as I say, I'm not sure how, if I could travel all the way to Muckborg as something of a time concern with this. No, no, that's that's very reasonable. Um, let me give me a few seconds, and I will ask. Of course. And uh, if you could just watch all the kids, yes. and make sure none of them get into any sort of trouble where they might hurt themselves. Okay, of course. Um. I want you to give me a perception check. Alright. <laughs> As Michael goes and sits in the corner and starts sort of speaking to himself. That okay. is a 17. 17. <coughs> None of these kids appear to do anything immediately harmful to, or hazardous to their health. Um, <laughs> One of them is slowly being poisoned by lead. But I just want to, I want to check something. Yeah. Um... The nanny cantrip. No, but I'm wondering if casting a spell on children is unethical, even if it's oh. meant to just kind of keep them keep them chill. Or calm any... emotions. Yeah. Any children <laughs> I, I have calm emotions. This <laughs> seems like a good spot to use it if some of them are crying or whatever. It's... Yeah, one of them is really, really having a tantrum. Uh, then I will cast calm emotions kind of generally in the radius. Um... <laughs> yes! Um, you should have done a fake. So you should have done a fake. You should have done a fake. I'm just gonna cut it. Um. So yeah, Maiko is like, and we're back. <laughs> yes, that's what he says. No, he's he he comes back from the sending and um, says, um, yeah. So um. 
Eden said that he will meet you in Tobog. Great. Um, uh, if you happen to know what sort of time, like what day you're going to be there and where to meet, that would be good. But other than that, uh, well, well sorry, he gave a, a place to meet, but okay. he, said, he asked what time you were going to be there. Uh, well, I'm travelling with a group. Um, we'll need to figure out how much longer we're going to be in the city and yeah. okay. how much further the journey will take us if we're travelling by foot. Then, mm-hmm. But uh, once we know these details, I'll be happy to... Okay, just share. come on back and you can pick up Dennis and I will send Eden a... A message and another sending. Of course. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. I, uh, I, oh, I forgot. We will pay you. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, when you pick up Dennis, I'll give you the money. Sure. Okay, cool. Great. Um, yeah, if you can lend a hand here at any point while you're here as well, it would be greatly appreciated but don't feel any pressure to um i have other errands to attend to today but if we're in for longer i mean i'll be i'll be around at least once more to pick up dennis so okay great well it was lovely to see you uh, nice to meet you as well and uh blessings of moon be upon you uh, blessings of the moons be upon you and <laughs> leaving he's, he's leaving, like, leaving, leaving 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 <laughs> wave <you> to dennis <laughs> dennis waves back uh, and so you head to the midpoint? Yes, I would like to find the midpoint of the two temples. Okay, you find it. It's in the middle of a market. Hmm. Uh, is there anywhere nearby that is, like, at least a little bit more private? Or... Give me a perception check. Cool. That's a nat 20. Oh. Yes, there is. There is, in fact, a little nook. Alright, I'm gonna head to that nook. Yeah. Uh, is this something you want to do, just us, or uh, are you happy with the others being here? I'm happy with the others being here. Okay, cool. Sure. Right. So. Um, I am going to uh, take out my um, my, my spear mm-hmm. and kind of lay it on the ground in front of me. Um, and I'm going to put my little um, things that I use for augury as well, kind of around it in a pattern. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sit cross-legged by it. Uh, I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to do a couple of minus things, uh, like make some flames flicker mm-hmm. nearby, make my eyes mimic the, the colours of the moons. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice. going to bow my head and say a little, little, little prayer. Okay. Uh, which, for audio listeners, I hope I did right ahead of time because I was nervous. Mm. Um yeah, Lionry is kind of in a voice that's kind of a lot more formal uh, than normal. Uh, starts reciting a prayer. Oh, great deities of the moons, guides of the night, Manny and Mona. I I don't have a formal prayer to offer you this day. I apologize. I still haven't memorized the rites, and uh, besides, most of them are addressed to just one of you. Um, I wanted to check in with you both. Uh, I know it's been a while since I've dedicated a prayer to either of you, and uh, I'm sorry for that. I've been travelling for a while, and suddenly something came up. Someone got kidnapped from a wedding, and uh, we're trying to rescue her. Um, This is the first time I've been able to visit either of your temples in a little while, but uh, I I promise I I wanted to contact you sooner. Um, Some of the elder priests have told me I 
shouldn't trouble, trouble you so frequently. And I, I do apologize if I'm irritating, but um, I know the others at your temples think me strange for following both of you, but you, you, I remember I grew up reading and hearing stories of your love and nothing else has ever inspired me in the same way that those did. I still believe that the two of you can come together again and I, I, I want to do whatever I can, even as just one mortal, to um, help you reconcile. So um, uh, it's alright that you don't really um, talk back or anything. I just want both of you to know that I'm still rooting for the two of you. Not that you need me, I'm a mortal, a lower vestal, I, I apologise, but I do... Oh, oh, I almost forgot, I'm travelling with a new group now, uh, and uh, they seem nice. Uh, I, I think I irritate them when I speak up sometimes, I've seen their reactions. Uh, so I've been trying to keep quieter, uh, and things have been going smoother. But um, but, but it's, not, it's not like in the temples, um, they do still listen to me. Um, I'm not quite sure if they like me yet, but I, I, th I think I like them. Uh, I'm rambling. Uh, we're travelling quite a ways uh, to Turbok to save this woman, Minra, and I was hoping you could provide any guidance or blessings on our journey. Uh, also, um, a friend of mine, Pip, seems to have fallen ill. Uh, not quite sure what it is, but I tried to heal him with magic, and it seemed to make things worse. So, um, any... I don't want to directly ask for blessings, as I fear they would make things worse, but um, keeping him in good spirits, I suppose, as much as you can. Uh, I'm, I'm only a lower vestal, so I don't mean to request things above my station, but uh, I'm worried about Minra and I'm worried about Pip, and any help that you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I can offer more prayers and sacrifices um, if, if necessary. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. Um, I, I hope you two are at least still speaking to each other. Uh, I, I don't really know how the formal prayers end. Um, I think, oh, oh no, uh, uh, even through the darkest night, blessed be thy holy light, um, uh, goodbye. And I will kind of awkwardly pick up my various pieces. As you talk through this prayer, almost halfway between a prayer and just like a chat, almost, um, you feel something that you have only felt a few times before. And it feels a bit like when you look at someone and they just smile at you. Except it feels like moonlight mixed with that feeling. And you feel it coming from two directions at once. And where it overlaps, it cancels out, and you just feel the cold of the moonlight, the other side of the moon's shining, of the, the lack of warmth that the sun would provide. Is there anything you want to do in response to this? Um, I think I'm going to stay seated for a moment and just kind of 
focus on this feeling, I guess. See if there's anything else to it, if there's any change, if there's any... So you focus on this feeling, you focus down into the overlap between these two, what feel like two, what feels like what is two gods smiling upon you, where they overlap, that smiling, that blessing going cold, and you just feel, you drill down really into the, um, core of that feeling, that coldness. You just feel like an ink drop in the ocean, something slightly warmer than cold, slightly brighter than darkness. Something. I'm going to stay for just a little moment longer in that something. And then I'm going to pick up my things and put them back into my bag and leave the nook. Very well. So um, before all that happens, however, we pan over to the night before where um, Pip and Emrys, well, Pip drags Emrys towards <laughs> the, the games room of the hotel that you're staying in, the Quote and Graft. Um, and, yeah, it's a wide um, room, about 40 by 40 feet, with a bar spanning one full, one full wall. Mm -hmm. um, and in the room are various different tables and stands, uh, which sort of seem to have different games and activities at them. Are there any pinball machines? <laughs> there aren't any pinball machines. Fuck! Um, somebody walks up to you, um, a uh, Dvergar um, walks up to you and says, Welcome to the rec room of the Coiling Grass. Uh, have you been here before or would you like the tour? I have not. There's a tour? Give it me. Uh, I guess. Come on, Doc, don't be a spoiled sport. I, mean, I just wanted a drink, but sure. We're here, we're on vacation. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're really not. You see, staying in, staying in this fancy place. Okay, okay, we'll take the tour. Thanks. Very well. Um, as you can see, there's a bar just along there. Um, the uh, bartender can get you whatever you need. Um... And then we have three games of chance and three games of skill. Um, on the on the right, we have the games of chance. We have red hot. Um, we have brain drain, and we have blind man's bluff. Um, Sorry, did you say brain drain? Brain drain, yes. Oh god. And on the right, on the left, sorry, um, I already said the right. Uh, we have. The skill games, those are dagger darts, arm wrestling, and keep it down. <laughs> keep it down sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible for Pip. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like any more details on any of those, please do let me know. Yeah, can you can you restate? What in the nine hells is brain drain? 
Brain Drain. It's uh, it's a simple anti game, um, a bit like out of character, a bit like a slot machine. Um, okay. So you you ba- it's basically a slot slot machine. Um, you roll, you choose a die to roll, and you roll three of them. Mm-hmm. And if you roll three of the same number, mm-hmm. you get a payout. Okay. And the payout is bigger the bigger the die size. Okay. That makes sense. And it's one gold to ante. Okay. Why is it called Brain Drain? I don't know, because... It's just the matter. It's the it's a city of Illithids. I mean, have you ever looked at the names of any slot machines in pubs? I know, but just They're like... all stupid. I know, but that's just... A... Don't Google that subreddit. Don't... That's, that's all I'm saying. You didn't need to... <laughs> I don't know what that is, and I'm going to continue in my... Yes, continue. <laughs> So yes, it's basically I've seen a slot things machine. I wish to unsee. Uh, Don't pretend you wish to unsee. <laughs> 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 we're all sinners in this pod. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It does kind of sound like that. It, it does. Ye oldie like wake me up when September ends. <laughs> okay. Uh... Would you like more details on any of the other games, or do you want to go and ha- have a game of Brain Drain? Hmm. What is what is Pip look interested in the most? Um, I mean, Pip's kind of eyeing up the darts. Dang darts. Yeah. Yeah. I think Emrys would probably watch Pip have a go at things first. Okay. Okay. Um... Do you want to go and get a drink from the Yeah, bar? yeah let's go get, get a drink. Get a drink, then watch. <laughs> Maybe get some entertainment from watching Pip play games. Yes. Okay, cool. So you head on over to the bar, and there's um, a half-elven man stood behind the bar. Um, he says he's dressed in a sort of quite a sharp um, shirt and, and bow tie. Mm. Um, and the bow tie just has this gold trim on it. Mm. Um and he says, welcome, what can I get for you? Alright, Sunshine, um, you, uh, uh, you, you, you wouldn't have to do any tequila-based, um, beverages, would you? Emrys visibly face palms. Just. <laughs> I don't know if that will come up in the recording. I hope, I'm pretty sure it will, it was quite a loud face palm. <sighs> If there's any spirits that are specific to uh, to the city, then uh, I, I would be more than happy to try those as well. Um, did I write down any spirits that are specific to the city? I don't think I did. I'm have to invent one. Make on one up. Make one up. Um, this is where you pretend you did mm. and come up with one quickly. Yes. So there is. Um, CSV, we call it. Please elaborate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the uh, it's a it's a it's a mind flayer drink. Um, I think it's uh, distilled from uh, spinal fluid, something like that. Whose spine? Well, that of the animals they keep and 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 eat the brains of. Okay. Doc had a spine juice sound to you. 
have you got any uh, recommendations for uh, people from out of town? I'd recommend the CSV. Okay, that's that we might be familiar with. Oh, okay. Um, you mean like surface drinks? Yeah, if, if possible. Uh, well, we've got some um, some moonshine from Tian Shan. Um, we've got some uh, Elven Ale, I believe. I think I'll go with the moonshine. Yeah, if that's all right. Okay. I love what he's having. Okay. No, 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 no! Come on, Pip. You should go for the CSV. I'm, I'm saving myself for the CSV, baby. Oh, later. All right. I have canonically already said in the previous section of this session that Pip did not drink that much last night. So. Okay. <laughs> I'll just have the warm moonshine. <laughs> but you can you can change. Can't that believe if you're you want. railroading me. You can change that if you want. Railroading the drinking for Pip. It was it was more that. Um, I had to say that there are no other like reasons why they could have been you know, why they weren't weren't yeah. breakfast basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, Pip has Pip has besides his charisma, his con is one of his is his best stats. Okay. So I feel like he can he hold, can his, hold drink. his drink. I just abysmally failed a con save yeah. that one time. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Um. Okay. Um, so you sip your moonshine. It's about 22, 23%. Um, so it's like... It's child's play. It's oh. like a, a fortified wine kind of, um, thing. It's kind of like and Malibu. It's, it's, uh, but not coconutty. <laughs> and not and rum. It's, it's made with, like, fruit. It's made out of fruit, so, um... Nice. I can't remember what fruit, um, they grow in Tianxian. It's like pears and stuff. Ooh. So it's probably like a pear moonshine. Um, or like a berry moonshine. We make quite a pair, don't we, Doc? That was awful. Um, so, do you want to have a go at dagger darts? Yes. I'm going to watch Pip have yes. a go at dagger yes. darts. Yes. Stand behind yes. Yes. him. Yes, <laughs> very much behind and to the side a little bit. Um, I'm just imagining the the uh, wee bowling. <laughs> Throw <laughs> it <out laughs> <and> jump and spin. <laughs> Um, so you see this really big dartboard, probably about six feet in um, diameter, and um, uh, a, uh, a dwegar stood next to it with um, a, a, basically a block of knives, block of daggers. Um, and he says, ah, hello there. You looking to do some, do some dagger darts? I absolutely am. Does someone stand against that board? And You're if someone would like to pull them my friend. <laughs> uh, no, nobody stands against the board. Oh. You you compete for points. Is the is the ah the so idea. just like darts but with daggers. Yeah. And uh, what is what did you expect? what did you think it was going to be? Mm. Uh, so the dragons like um, technically this is a more of a competition like game, so you need more than one person to play it. Talk. Come on. Alright. And uh I mean I feel like this competition's already decided, but he hands you a dagger each. Thank you. And uh I would like you to take your dexterity modifier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. What is your what are each of your dexterity modifiers? Plus two. Zero. 
You can you can go with one. Okay. <laughs> minimum one. A minimum of one. Yeah. Um, and roll I feel your dexterity modifier number of d twenties and d sixes. Okay. What? So, so you roll two d twenties and two d sixes. Okay. You can borrow some d twenties and d sixes if you want. I'll just roll twice. Mm, but you have to take the highest, so it makes. Oh, uh, okay. I see. Oh, I don't like that. They're two different textures. Okay, so we've got a six and a sixteen. Uh, and what's the? Those are the highest yes, on the yes. on the d six and the d twenty. Right. So you need to multiply them together. Oh my god. Ninety six. I was gonna get my um, out. And that is your score. Okay, ninety six. Now you do the same. I don't think I can beat that. Roll a d20. You rolled really well. You did roll really well, actually. What the one hell? 1d20 and 1d6. Alright. <laughs> That's a 1-1 a one, one, and a 1. A 2 and a 1. No, no an 11. 11 and a 1. Oh, an 11 and a 1. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so that's Triple 1s. Um, so yeah, uh, Pip wins that, um, that round of dagger darts. I think that's the first time I've ever thrown a dagger in my life. Well, for a first attempt, it's not that bad. Did I hit the board at least? Yeah, yeah, you got an 11. Okay. He scored 11. I, I managed to stick the knife. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the, so right. the idea is that the the d20 is where on the where around the circle you get, and the d6 is whether you get a triple, a single, or a double. I see. Right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. why you multiply them. See. So what happens? How would you miss the board? Double ones, I guess. Yeah, I get a natural one on, and a, and a one. Well, no, that's still just one and one. You you can't miss. It's <laughs> very generous. It's it's a six foot diameter board. Yeah, I know, but knife throwing is pretty hard. True, getting it to stick. Well, I'm I'm very happy to have stuck. I'm not I'm not trying to argue. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that I got it in. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, you can do some betting if you want, and against the house, and we can uh, we can see if you can score higher than I can, for example. Um, can I use my score from previous rounds? No, ah. you have to roll again. Uh, can I throw again. can I bet five gold against it? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> Wonderful. Be prepared to lose money, my friend. Uh, wait, you you don't throw these games, do you? You're trying to win. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Oh, yes, because he told you that, and that definitely means it's true. <laughs> can I do an insight check? <laughs> yes, you absolutely can do an insight check. Uh, do I have anything to insight? Oh, plus one. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Okay. They got five. five. Okay. I believe him. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be... Yeah. Um, Pip, obviously you need to anti to play if you're betting. I need to anti what? Crap. Oh, I need to. You need, okay, to, you need gonna... to put up a bet. Well, I'm going to bet on myself, mm-hmm. and I'm going to match Emrys's bet, and I'm going to say Ooh. five gold. Five gold. Okay. Odds are one to one to one. You just get. Um... Didn't we get like a bunch of gold a while ago? You got a hundred each. Yeah. Oh, I've not, I've not added them on. Rip. Oh. Need to do that. It's not on your character sheet. 
No. I said, if it's not on your character sheet, yes. it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh. So make sure you put it down. Okay. Mine's on my character pencil. sheet. I don't have a pencil. Also, I wasn't. How much gold did we get? Gold, 100 gold each. Yeah, okay. I've got 114 gold as my total. So that sounds that's about right. I should have 105. Okay, just remember that and okay. write it down when you get my. Will do. But I bet um, five gold. So. Pro me. I mean, you bet five gold. You bet five gold against Pip. Yeah. And time to roll. Okay. Ooh, okay. That's 72. Get? I rolled a 50. Ooh. So, you win. You win 10 gold, you lose 5. <sighs> I told you to be prepared to lose gold, but, you well, know. You win 5 gold back and an additional 5 gold, yeah. so you have 5 more gold than you did. Good game, put it there. I didn't play you. <laughs> Dvergar shakes your hand. It feels like a slightly flawed system, considering Pip could just give me back that five gold, and then we could go again. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm keeping that five gold. Uh, it's just funny. Um, so, is there, are there any other games you want to try out? Uh, I mean... What's, what's uh, Red Hot? Red Hot. Um, you go over to the red hot um, table, and um, the the Illithid, um host says, "Welcome. Um, would you like a game of red hot? Do you need to know the rules?" I would like to learn the rules, please. Right. So um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. There are six decks. Each one has different cards. Each one has different numbers of different numbered cards. And you start with the high, the biggest deck and go smaller. Essentially, um, you roll a d20 and then you roll the smaller dice in order. Mm -hmm. Closest to 32 wins, going over goes bust. Blackjack rules. Oh, so it's like blackjack. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you roll a natural 20 and a natural 12 on the d20 and the d12, that's red hot. And you automatically win. Okay. Do you have to roll all the dice? No. You can stop at any part, any uh, point you okay. like. Okay. Okay. One gold. That sounds empty. like a cool game. Thank nice. you. Oh well, it wasn't. I wasn't in character. Oh. But it does. It, it, yeah. <laughs> like, I, mean, I invented. I invented the yeah. game. <laughs> oh, okay. So no, I, was I, saying thought you, I thought you were saying in character. No, as no, the no. I'm saying yeah, no, out of cool character game. as like the GM. Thank you. Because I, like I it, invented yeah. the game. <laughs> that is a cool game. Oh. Um, so, so awesome. Yeah. And the dealer rolls as well. Okay. The dealer gets, uh, a, gets a go. Sounds like an interesting game. So one gold ante, and then whoever wins, wins the pot. Uh, I'll throw in one gold, sure. There are two more players beside you who are playing as well. Um, random people from the hotel. Can I... Um, Not from the hotel, but who are staying at the hotel. Observe. You can uh, observe, yeah. Dr. Ashenblood playing? Yes, of course. Uh, you're not gonna, not gonna play. You didn't play with. Uh, well, you were yes, planning on playing. True. Yeah. I did play you. Oh, you better on. get. You bet against me. <laughs> yeah. That was the second time. And that was against the house. I'm. I'm just interested to see what you'll do. That's all. Well, is that because you uh, believe in your skill, but not luck? Don't believe fate is on your side. Listen, mate. 
I am lucky. I am a lucky bastard. Well, then me. You're so confident. <laughs> Fine! Fine. Take a swig of my moonshine. Alright. I squint and take a swig of mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a standoff. Yeah. Oh, uh, another rule is if you roll all six dice, that's six of a kind, that's second only to Red Hot. I see. Mm. Okay. Oh, so if you manage to get through all six, mm -hmm. but stay under... But stay under 32. Okay. Yeah. So that automatically wins unless the other person has the same or Red Hot. Okay. Yeah, and if the other person rolls higher with six of a kind, they win. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah but still under th still thirty-two or under. Okay. So I'm guessing the dealer. Wait, is the dealer playing as well? Is yes. It just against the dealer's everyone? playing as well. Okay, and they roll last. I have already rolled for the dealer. I don't suppose my halfling luck gives me any help here. <laughs> if you roll a one on the d20, you can re-roll it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how half works. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first or? Should Emrys go first? Uh, you go first. Alright. Emrys is gonna okay, roll pick up D20. the d20. Well, he's dealing cards. A two? Yeah, technically yeah, the yeah, dealer yeah. is it's, cards it's giving cards out cards. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to You're roll going the d20, to roll the which was yeah. a two. Okay. And now I'm going to the d12. Oh. Which is a ten. Okay. Twelve total. Yeah. Uh, one ten. I'm guessing percentile dice doesn't count. No. Cool. That is a one. That's a one, so you're on 13. 13. Mm -hmm. D8 next. Where are you? There you are. Local D&D player that doesn't know four. what a D8 looks like. 17. 17. I'm, go for the I'm pretty sure you can't go bust now. Yeah. D6. That's a five. 22. 22. 22. I don't know about you. <laughs> and a three. 25. Okay. Six of a kind. Deal got 29. Ooh. Six of a kind. Dang. Uh, so you can roll. So we, is this, is this the same gold. round? You lost your one gold. This is the yeah. same round okay. if you're playing. Yeah, all yeah. the people at the table play against the deal. Okay, yeah. cool. Alright. Well. So everyone's playing against the house. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Well, no, whoever wins, wins the pot. So if the house wins, they win the pot. So, I drew an 11. And a 12. So that's 23. 23. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, and a 9. That's 32. That's 32, so... Let's stop there. Still doesn't beat a 6 of a kind. <laughs> yeah, you literally can't win there. <laughs> That's 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 harsh. <laughs> you lose one gold each. Um, the two other players didn't get one went bust and one didn't get high enough. High enough. So. I'll I'll go in for another two gold. Okay. Dealer says match or or stay, set or sit out to the rest of the players. So they have to they have to match the ante or up the ante or sit out. Three gold. Why would you do this to me? Three gold. Three gold it is. Um, 
The other two players stand. <laughs> and Marissa's just glaring a bit. So the pot is 15 gold. Nice. Okay. I will roll mine last, so it gives it a bit more tension. Yeah. Okay. Shall I roll first this time? Yeah, I think Pip should go first this time. Sure. Considering okay, time. let's see. Uh, we've got an eight. Okay. And a three. So that's mm-hmm. eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by another three. So 17, that's 18. fourteen. Uh, Seventeen. Nineteen. 20. 20 total. Six of a kind. Yep. Okay, remember that. All right. I'm going to roll it in my my lovely dice tray. That's a five. It's not a dice tray, it's just a character sheet and a eight. notebook. Well, eight overall. Oh, eight overall. Um, 16. Oh, fuck. 21. Wait, I should have rolled the deal first. Right. Oh, it's 22. 26. 26. Six of a kind. Bastard. Hey. Um, Not you, I was just explaining. Roll to see if any of the uh, NPCs get red hot. I've got an 11 and an 11. No, they don't get red hot. So then I'm going to roll for the dealer because I'm not going to do the whole thing for the dealer. Just wanted to see if the enemy dealer got red hot. Okay, the dealer uh, draws in private. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, the dealer gets 32, but only five dice. So, Emrys wins the 15 gold pot. Nice! Yeah. (sighs) 32 and I had only the d4 left. Seems the gods favour me for once. I need a pencil. Hmm. I'm just tracking, I'm tracking my gold by putting minuses and plus on my Mm. sheet and then I'll add them together at the end. I think I'm just gonna do this. There we go. So the other games are Brain Drain, Blind Man's Bluff, Arm Wrestling and Keep It Down. (laughs) We've got to, we've got to play Keep It Down. Yeah. We have to. to. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favourite one. Okay, so you head on over, um... And it's just a Dvergar woman stood next to uh, three grey dwarves. They're okay. Like, they're like dwarves, but pallid and... Stony looking. Stony looking, yeah. Okay. Um, they don't get out in the sun much. Oh. <laughs> Neither do normal dwarves, but these ones especially. Someone would make a killing on vitamin D supplements down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this Dvergar woman stood next to... Three bottles. Um, she okay, says, empty bottles? Welcome. Don't tell me this is just keep it down. cup and balls. No, no. Um, there are three liquids here. Again, that was our character. But... You, can, oh. you, can, you can drink any of the liquids you like. 
And the only rule is, keep it down. Uh... <laughs> oh, this is exciting. <laughs> okay. Um, What's your con like, friend? Yep. What's <laughs> the silver, ple- silver piece to play? I'll play. I am absolutely playing this one. Oh. I have multiples of the drinks, so you can both choose the same drink if you want. Nice. Let's drink one, drink two, and drink three. You can examine the drinks as much as you like with all of your senses, but except for taste. If you taste okay. it, you must drink the whole thing. Okay. Ooh. Can I do... What would it be, an investigation? Yeah. Check? Yeah. Cool. This oh, which one? Which drink? I was going to go for all three. Pick but... one. Two. Drink two, okay. Actually, no, you know what? Drink one. Drink one, okay. It's one. Mm-hmm. So what, what do we have to roll? Uh, this is rolling an investigation check to examine drink one. Oh, that's not that good. That's a nine. Nine. Uh, you uncork it. It smells quite sweet. Um, you swirl it around. It's quite viscous. Um, it's sort of white. Um, just off-white slightly. White and... Oh, no. Oh, God. But, like a milkshake. Okay. I was going to say, if after I neck it, you tell me it's like horse jizz or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Connor, what? No. Would you like to investigate any of the... I will drink? investigate bottle two, please. Bottle two? Give me an investigation check. That is a... DC 13 10. plus four. Okay. That's 17. Um, this... Liquid is clear and odourless and colourless and not that viscous. Okay. I don't like that we're looking at the viscosity of these. Do either of you want to investigate drink three? Yeah, please. Okay. Roll me an investigation check. That's flat 12. Flat 12. Uh, it's hot, this one. Um, not very viscous. Um, you uncork it, it smells quite earthy. I want to drink that! It's tea! I want to drink that! It's pretty similar to a tea. I want to drink that. I'm drinking that. I'm going to investigate it, because I obviously don't know what it, anything about it. Yeah, it is it's 16. 16. Similar, yeah. similar okay. response, yeah. Um, uh, you think it, it might be a form of tea? Yeah, I'm gonna go for the drink number three. Drink yeah. number three, okay. If Pep's going for three, Amaris will go for two. Okay, both of you make con saves, please. Cool. You going first? Uh, yeah, sure. Ooh. Uh, no, not on this one. Okay. Uh, that is an eight. An eight. Um, Rome D100, please. 
<laughs> I don't have one. Okay, yeah, we gotta get a percentile out. Uh, that is a five on the D10 and zero double zeros. Double zero five. Yep. Okay. Nothing appears to happen. Okay. Okay. Bet, would you like to make me a contact? Okay. Reroll that. Was that a one? Yeah, it was. Um. Oh god, a seven. Seven. Would you like to roll me a d one hundred, please? Sure. No matter what I roll, something's gonna happen. Um. Forty six. Forty six. Give me two seconds. Um. You drink this hot, hot liquid, yeah, and uh, it burns your throat as it goes down, mm. and then it starts coming back up again, and you fight it, and you fight it, you fight it, but it comes back up, and you, it just spills all over you, um, and then the liquid starts to shake and vibrate, oh, and then it starts God, to what? cover you entirely. And then it shifts in colour to a sort of um, silver, dull silver. Um, and you see that um, Pip is Pip becomes bound in, Iron Man in in steel um, bindings with locks on them. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> The only thing uh, sort of uh, un unbound is his head. Does this mean I win? Uh, you kept it down. That's the uh, only rule. Uh, great. Would you like to try the final drink? What kind of possible benefit would that have to me? You might want to find out what happens. So you're basically telling me to do that just for fun. Can I also yeah. try it? Yes, you absolutely can. <laughs> How about we go half and half? I mean, you've got no, you have to drink the whole the, thing. You have to drink the whole thing, but they have to. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You have to. In solidarity. <laughs> okay, both oh you made a concept. You have to feed your. You have to feed Pip. Yeah, so I'll, feed, I'll feed Pip first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a. Like I pour a, it down. Yeah, a poison tester. Um, that is a 19. 19. Um, this is the milkshake one. Yep. Um, on your con save, right? Yep. 19 on your yep. con save. Yep. Would you like to roll me a D100, please? Sure. Um. Can I just ask, what would have happened if I had kept my liquid down, but rolled a 46? Would uh, I have been bound like, internally? Wouldn't you like to know, Weatherboy? Yeah, exactly. Would, would I just have, like, intestine Can't reveal locks? the secrets. Go on, roll. Um, that is 82. Pip bondage. Oh. <laughs> There's been too much bondage in this campaign already. Yeah, we have. Okay. Count as a gimp. <laughs> and now we've got Pip. I might write that down as the, the, the name of 
the title, Too Much Bondage. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, nothing appears to happen. Okay. Oh god, now I'm scared. It's fine, dog. Uh, um, what do each of you have in your inventories? Um, I have my talisman. I have bolts for my crossbow. I have some light armor. I have my dungeoneer's pack. I have my gaming set. I have one topaz heart, some celery, and 30 rations. Okay. I have herbalism kit, a poisonous kit. Well, yeah, and then some healer's kits mm -hmm. and the giant spider poison. A poisonous kit? What um, are you going to do to us? Would you like, like to know where the boy Um, yeah, uh, you fail to keep it down once again, um, but this time the, the vomit. Wait, what? You fail to keep it down. I rolled a 19. Yeah, you fail. The fuck? Um, this time the vomit just evaporates away, but then you see some of it, some of the sort of sparkling essence of what evaporates away. It's directed towards your inventory, your, your, your... Okay. Your stuff. Can I check my inventory? No, you're bound. No, you're bound. Fuck! <laughs> Emrys is looking a little bit more... Uh, would you like to roll a con save, please? Emrys is looking a bit more scared, but... We'll just grimace and chug. That is also a 19. <laughs> you failed to keep it down. Um, give me a d100 roll. Oh my god. Um, d100 roll. God. Uh, 64. Um, you vomit and then burst into flames. Embrace bursts into flames? Embrace bursts into flames, yes. Um, you take... Embrace! Fuck, fuck, fuck! You take two points of fire damage. Can I roll around on the floor? Yes, you can. Jesus! Oh, I forgot to mention that um, this table that she is... Um, she's next to with the three liquids is in like... There's like a clear <laughs> radius. Yeah. Like 20 foot radius. Now that you, you like just a noticed, danger zone. Yeah, like a danger zone. You've just noticed that um yeah, there's a clear radius where all the other games avoid this table. Okay, so I managed to like pat so you myself. To pat yourself out, down and and, and but keep yourself. And lose from, two HP. Yes, you lose two HP. Okay. Uh the Virgo woman's just sort of chuckling to herself and says, Well, whew, kept one of them down. God. Yeah. Shame it was the only one that wasn't magical. Yeah, oh well. Good job. We well, might want to deal with yeah. deal with that. Was well, the one I drank? Have have keys, you was the one I drank just water? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, how do I how does probably does better find a locksmith. Uh, I've not God. seen this one before. It's quite interesting. Can can you can you walk? Can you move your legs? You can sort of shuffle. Yeah. Oh my god. 
What is the nearest locksmith? Uh, I'm not sure. You better ask at front desk. Oh. I want my silver back. That's not how this works. That's absolutely not how this works. Do I, I pay to get bondaged? <laughs> do I get anything for keeping one down? You get silver back. Okay. You get silver back. Wonderful. The one of them. Wait, did I have to pay another silver to try the third one? Yeah. God's sake. Um. Um. So, I'm gonna pause for a moment. Are you ready to rumble? I think it caught half. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry. Are you doing heads will roll? <laughs> do, 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 that one. What? I don't know. The fuck? I feel like if you played it, it would be better. I mean, yes, but we would also get this podcast copyright. I mean, stricken. I'm definitely going to cut all this. <laughs> all right, should I do the clap sync? I mean,. Why would you need to clap sync? We're not on video. <laughs> okay, clap so you can see the spike. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Woo, Matt! Great DM! <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Um, and we're back. So, <laughs> you ruined it! Classic. <laughs> it's got to be done. They did a whole bit where they did it backwards. It was very funny. Anyway. Um, Backward and? Yeah, but it was like one person per word, so it was like really... It took a while, and I don't even know who's going to make the final cut, so... Well, now it has to. Yeah. Um, so Pip is wrapped in steel bands. Pip is bonded. Pip is bonded. Bondaged. You can shuffle around, but... Probably can't get up steps. <laughs> that mental image is so good. Of Pip attempting some steps. <laughs> oh, oh, I love him. I love him so. It's so crazy like pulley system to get Pip upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, guess he'll just have to carry me. How heavy is Pip with this stuff on? How heavy is Pip normally? Um. Wait, this shouldn't matter. I have a twenty in strength. Yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> bro, bro, bro's not that heavy to begin with. You're fine. Yeah, you, my, my strength is. Oh, I think I put forty pounds. That's fucking light. I mean, Pip I is small. He, yeah. That's like eighteen kilograms. I That's don't... a large dog. <laughs> not even that large a dog. Medium-sized dog. He's he's whatever a normal weight for a three and a half foot individual is. To be fair. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You have a twenty strength. You can easily can, pull yeah. Pip up the like three steps it I takes to meant, get back to the. Yeah, I might have meant forty kilograms. That would make more yeah. sense. Yeah. I think that would be heavy. Because mm. I'm sixty-two. Oh, okay. Maybe less. Than All right, making me feel bad about my weight now. <laughs> yeah, but I have, I have eating problems. <laughs> Right, let's carry on. I dragged Pip <laughs> up some stairs. You dragged Pip up some stairs. 
um, to the Ow! reception. Ow! You're covered. You're covered in metal. You're fine. You could have just picked me up. It definitely pinches in places. Ow! Look, you got yourself into this situation. No, we both got ourselves into this situation. Well, then why am I not wrapped up in steel? Chance. Pure chance. I told you. Um, you said you were lucky. The half elf woman behind the reception counter just raises an eyebrow as she sees you around the corner. I just put my head up and I say, keep it down. Right. That makes sense. Haven't seen that one before. Yeah, apparently neither did they. <clears throat> uh, do you Is have that a... game insured? Insured? Like, what, yeah. what do you mean? Against, I don't know. Death? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't die playing Keep It Down. Just got a bit silly. You say that, but you've never seen this before, so. I'm assured by those who make the potions that you can't die. I don't trust the people who make the potions. Right, well, uh, do you happen to know if there's any locksmiths or just in general if it, if it comes down to it I'll take a blacksmith at this point hmm yeah I'll send a runner out to a locksmith nearby see if we can get them to come to us uh, and to you that would be perfect it won't be cheap though well it's on Pip uh very well and uh she sends a runner out to the nearest um locksmith who um Okay, well, if it's on me, I'm going to try and get it off before he gets here, so... Uh... Okay, give me a... Oh, I was just going to run and throw myself against the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you uh... announce this to Emrys? <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to try shuffling his... <laughs> at a heart full speed. Which Pip. is about one shuffle. mile per hour. <laughs> yeah. Pip, what are you doing? <laughs> I Save myself some money, Doc! I give the receptionist <laughs> like a look. <laughs> she returns your look like, I don't know. Can I roll, I don't know, Roll to athletics? throw yourself. Give me an athletics check, yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do I just, do I get... Just normal on this? Or are you yeah, going to make me disadvantage? No, no just normal. Okay, just cool. Um, ten. Ten. <laughs> you shuffle at about, as I said, about one mile per hour. And um, you get to the stairs. Are you going to the stairs that went down or the ones that went up? The ones that went up. Wait, what? Stairs are stairs! Oh. Where you are. Oh, up. <laughs> Imagining that Mr. Incredible meme. Stairs so far, stairs. stairs. <laughs> From where you are, I mean. <laughs> ah, okay. And you sort of just you go <laughs> and throw yourself, and you manage to get about one step up, and then you just sort of slide back down the steps. I try again. Uh, give me another athletics check. Eleven. <laughs> you get one inch higher. This time. Oh, I'm not 
trying to get up the stairs. I'm just trying to throw myself against them hard enough that the bonds will start to break. That does not happen. Oh. Look, if you're so dead set on that method, here, let me lend you a hand. I pip, pick up. Pip, I pick I, you I what? Pip, you pip, pick up? <laughs> pick, pip up. Yeah. Pick up, pips go, is my favorite I go game. over to the stairs that go down. Mm-hmm. And, it's like three steps. Yeah. Are you going to chuck and it? And I throw pip. Yes! I Give throw me a strength pip, check. I throw pip very purposefully yeah, horizontal check. so that pip doesn't like land on their head. I want mm-hmm. them to land on the side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give me an athletics check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's 22. That's 22. You chuck Pip pretty fucking far. Um, Pip, you take two points of bludgeoning down. <laughs> well, I try my best. <laughs> Does anything happen to the. No. Fuck! A steel band like that thick, like that. Emrys chuckles to himself. He he fully knew it wouldn't do anything. (laughs) Just wants to do it anyway. (laughs) Pip, you need you. You can't get yourself back up. (laughs) I I appreciate you trying to. Would would you? Would you mind lending me a hand here? I I start rolling around on the floor. (laughs) Like a a (laughs) beached whale. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna say like a burrito. Yeah, like a burrito. <laughs> or a beetle. Yeah. On its back. Um, I mean, the whole point of beetles on their back is they can't roll. <sighs> True. Um, so the locksmith gets here. Um, Pips them on the side. <laughs> They're unbreakable, I've tried! The locksmith is a half-orc man. Um, Hello. Um, quite short for a half-orc, um, with, like, these, um, loops that can, um, slot down over his eyes, and, like, his little satchel of locksmith's tools, and, uh, looks quite mild-mannered. And he walks up to the reception and says, um, I'm here for, um, uh, a pip. Um, I heard that there was, uh, some trouble with- If I could wave, I would! And he looks around and goes, Oh, um, oh, oh dear. How? It was not voluntary. I mean, it was voluntary, but it also, I wasn't expecting this outcome. Okay. It was a case of bad luck. Well, I'm not paid to ask questions, so... Um, I appreciate your confidentiality. This I mean, feel time. free to ask questions. I find it hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he says, he says, um, why don't we sit you up against the wall here, and I'll see what I can um, do. I, I help. I'll shut myself up. against as many surfaces as I can find. It won't break. Yeah, he, he flicks down a couple of the uh, the, the magnifying lenses on his um, face rig. And uh, he looks closely at the at the bands, and he's like, "Yeah, looks like I don't know, some kind of mild steel." One of your eyes looks bigger than the other. You should get that checked out. He looks up at you and go, and cocks his head and goes, "What?" Oh, the, 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 never mind. Emma's face palms again. <laughs> it, 
the locksmith just shakes his head in slight bemusement. Too smart for the room. And no. um, starts inspecting one of the locks that is um, built into these iron bands, and uh, sort of says, "Just a moment," and uh, takes out his um, satchel and starts pulling out these little thin, thin metal files and uh, and and turning um, mechanisms and that sort of thing. Um, and starts poking and prodding at this lock. Um, it takes him about. You know what? <laughs> I will roll. <laughs> it takes him a long time. You're sat here for like an hour um, oh. while he's working on this lock. Oh, you want me? Oh. They were telling on me. I'm keeping track of my gold. Fuck off. Um, he's like, had it for like an hour until finally you just hear a click and you just feel a slight loosening in the bands. And he's oh. like, right. That's one of them. Oh, my shield blades. Oh, God. Um, okay, I've got to get the others undone, but it's late and I... I guess you need it done now. You can't leave me like this, please! Okay, fine, but... I'll, I'll pay you It's over more. time, it's over time, yeah. Um, and he goes and has a look at the... Oh my god, I'm doing this one with advantage. Um, yeah, because <laughs> he, he, yeah. he knows how the lock works. Yeah. works. I still rolled a two and an eight. Luckily he's got like plus eight or something, because he's a locksmith. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, and uh, he, uh, he starts... It takes him about another hour, but he gets all the rest of the locks off, and you manage to stretch. And oh, everything hurts. Yeah, oh it does. My God. You, are, you are very stiff oh. from being in the same position for a and long being time. thrown. And being thrown as well. <laughs> and, I think I've um, got concussion. And locksmith says, right, that'll be um, about two hours of work, but at overtime, six gold. Yeah, chief. Um, and Thank I'm you. gonna, I'm gonna tip him twenty percent as well. Twenty percent of six. That's yeah. helpful. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Think about it. It's in tens. Oh, I suppose it's in it's tens of. So it's a gold and two silver. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Twenty percent. Look at me, the mathematician right here. So that's seven gold, two silver. And you just mm -hmm. take off your. Yep, I've just cool. done it. He thanks you for your time and says, try not to get tied up in random steel bands anytime in the future. I was not... Not that I am yeah. trying to tell you what to do, of course. And if you do happen to have the same issue again, you know who to call. You, you're, you're a noble man. He just nods, nods to you and says, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Um... Pip, I'd like you to make me a con save. Yay! It's time for you to inflict an unknown disease upon me. I see. For the audio listener, Matt just did the most devious smile known to D&D &D players. Scared right That's appropriate. Four plus three, seven. Okay. Good to know. You're, you're tired. You're feeling pretty, pretty, um, what's the word? Pretty shattered after today. 
You fought a dragon earlier in the day. Well, this is true. It's the same day, still. Oh, no, you didn't. You rested in the... Oh, yeah. Mm. You fought wormlings earlier today. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been a long day. You're tired. I'm pretty beat, Doc. Um, I, I think I'm going to hit the hay. You know what? That's probably a good idea. Okay. You head up to your rooms. Uh, you're rooming with Sky, remember? Oh, yes. Um, who has turned in early. You've that's got right, a nice um, double bed to yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, you gain the benefits of a long rest. Hey! Yay, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you're about to make me ill! Emrys. That, that is the name of my character, yes. Oh god, the music stopped. Oh dear. Your dreams are fitful. You're, you, you lie awake in your bed um, for some time before managing to get to sleep. And even when you do get to sleep, you wake up several times through the night. Something is on the edge of your mind and it, you can feel it there um, when you're awake, but you can't quite sense it but when you're asleep it's coming to the forefront and you can just feel in your dreams in your sleep heat heat the first warm and comforting but quickly scorching heat from all directions you wake up, sweating, tangled in the sheets, your skin on fire. But you look around. Make me a perception check. That's a d12. <laughs> uh, 11. 11. Uh, it's quiet um, and it's cool in this room. It's cool underground. It's in stark contrast to your skin, you feel the, your forehead with the back of your head, it's burning up. Um, and it takes you a good half an hour, but you manage to get back to sleep. And as you get back to sleep, you sink into a deep, deep sleep. And then once again, heat. This time, light comes with it. And you see flames. All around and you hear cries what would you like to do I'm sleeping what can I do you're in a dream right now you have some element of control over what you do in this dream can I hear where the cries are coming from because um, I see flames they're coming from ahead of you um I will try to rush towards them. Uh, you rush towards them and you meet a wall of flame. Um, but you see through the outline of this flame a dark patch, a door frame. You have to push through the flame to get through it, but that's where the, the cries are coming from. I take a step back, 
brace myself, and then head down, shoulder first, run at the door. You run at the door and uh, burst through it. And uh, this room is full of smoke. It's much smokier than the last room. Very difficult to see anything. Make me a perception check with disadvantage. Okay, that's an 18 and a 6. Uh, yeah, your, your eyes are stinging, you're coughing, but you can hear these cries. They're in this room. Um, there are people in here. Um, I would just try and, with my hands out in front of me, feel around as I walk forward, trying to reach someone. You reach another door frame. Um, this time the the wood of the um, the door frame is hot but not on fire. Mm -hmm. And you feel a closed door. And you hear the cries from behind this closed door. Seems like it's a, like a separating, um, like a divider. So it's the same room but just with a divider in it. Yeah. So you can hear the cries from coming from above that. Is it, is it an open? Is the door? The door's not open though. Is it like locked or is it barricaded? locked. Okay. Um, can I try and kick at the... Yeah, give me a strength check. Yeah, okay. It's going to be quite a low DC. This is only a, a thin divider. I am going to... Can I... Yeah. I yes, guess. you can. Cool. Yes. Um, <clears throat> as you do, you... Um, as you... That is... Um, is this an unarmed attack? Yes. So I would get my plus for my... You get your proficiency, proficiency bonus. Sure, yeah. Okay, that's an 11. 11, that's fine. AC of this door is 10. Um, and its HP is very low, like 1. So you kick the door open. As you do, as you're leaning back to kick the door open, you see mounted above this door frame a shield. Okay. And then smoke rushes in from the room, from the door that you just kicked down, even more than it was in this room. It's billowing and covering you and engulfing you. And then you snap awake again. Fuck. Um, <gasps> what was that? You're not here. No, I know, but... <laughs> the rest of your night is spent in deep, dreamless sleep. Alright. Wonderful. <coughs> yes. Lovely. Pip. Oh, you also have something of a disturbed night's rest. Right. Um... You spend your night tossing and turning. Again, you're, you're hot and then you're cold. You're yes, then no. Yes, then you're no, exactly. <laughs> um, no, you, you can't seem to get your temperature right. You, you're sweating, but you're like clammy. Um, and um, your dreams are stalked by something useful you are running from it but you can never seem to run as fast as 
you know your legs can carry you. You feel like you're moving through treacle. Okay. Um, and the thing is always there behind you, stalking you. Ooh. <laughs> um, like light streams through the window um, in a moment of clarity you see sky standing over you um, you see Melandria and Emerus in the doorway suddenly white hot pain through your whole body as you see Melandria touching you <coughs> Oh, get off, get off, get off. Oh. Um, Emrys, you are awake at this point and you've noticed you um, have been downstairs to breakfast with the rest of the party except for Pip and they noticed that Pip hadn't come downstairs. So everyone went upstairs to check on him. Yeah. Um, Melandria, uh, Pip has appeared feverish with boils on his skin. And Melandria has attempted a lesser restoration spell on him, which appears to have made whatever this is worse. At this point, what would you like to do? I am going to take out my healer's kit and see if any more mundane uh, treatment can do anything yeah. for Pip. Um, I'm going to be gentle with it, considering yes. a spell just made it worse. Yes. Is it, I, I also said... Um, earlier in the session that you usher Melandria and Sky out. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, which I think makes sense, because then they go off and do their thing. So, um, I'd like you to make me a medicine check. Yep. DC of this is going to be, well, it's variable DC, so um, ten, a 10 will give you some information, a 15 will give you more information, a 20 will give you even more, etc. Okay. Right. That's... A 27. 27. I think that counts for your, um, for your challenge. Um, 27. Crikey. <laughs> you... I mean, I literally am by trade a doctor. <laughs> yeah, no, but still. Um, there's a flash of memory. Along with it comes a flash of sensation, of heat. And you remember your dream from last night. This, this, whatever this is that Pip has, you've seen it before. You know what will work. And you know that nothing that you know can stop it completely. But you know what can stymie it for some time. At least delay it. And delay it and keep Pip on his feet. And and I don't know how I know this. I just kind of you just, seem to remember you it. Just, it just comes to you. Okay. Memories of, of, ha of what herbs to mix, what mm. poultice to make. They just come to you. It's like almost like muscle memory. Okay. Well, if I'm sure of it, then yeah, I, sure. I get straight to it mm -hmm. and do exactly what like, I feel I need to do. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's like muscle memory. It's like coming straight to you as soon as you see the the symptoms, mm -hmm. the, the, the feverishness, the boils. Those are like the two key symptoms. 
Um, and yeah, you like poultice his boils and give him some, give him a tea for the fever and this sort of thing. Um, Pip, make me a con save. Yeah. With advantage. With advantage. I mean, that's 22 and 21. So. Okay, yeah. Um, you feel yourself coming to, there's, your body aches all over, but it's not the white hot pain from earlier, and it's not the feverishness, the fever is broken, you, you, you feel the right temperature again, that sort of thing. Um, and you just see Emerson sort of kneeling by your bedside, almost like half in prayer. I would think, um, like just waiting for it to work. Yeah. Just kind of internally, like, come on, come on. And yeah, you feel tired, but restored. <clears throat> Thank you, Doc. Oh, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, bit like warmed up shit, but, um, yeah. the, uh, hot chills and stuff have kind of worn off. Well, yeah, I, I've done what I can, but it's, it's not going to be permanent. What the fuck is happening to me? I, I don't fully know, I just know I've seen it before. And we're going to need help. I can treat you, but I don't think I can cure you. At least not yet. Not with my knowledge. Okay. We get help then. Yeah. We, we get help. That's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Thank you very much everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for playing. I'll see you next week. Thank you for traumatising us. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>